And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank you for being here. You could be anywhere. Well, not really. You can't really be anywhere because you got locked down potentially where you live, but you could be somewhere else. Put it like that. But you're right here with me, and I most certainly appreciate y'all for that. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Some breaking news. A train engineer in California tried to hit the USNS Mercy hospital ship. You know, a ship that's trying to treat the virus patients. This man, like, he's this is the engineer now, just not some random guy. This is the engineer of the train. Tried to actually hit the vehicle. I mean, the, the boat from the train. Now, luckily, he was not successful. But when we go live, I'll try to post a video of the particular incident so you can kind of see what was going on and how close he may have gotten. This is pretty crazy. He was talking about, oh, I did it because I don't think what's going on is what they say. The, the tinfoil hat is real. Luckily, this fool didn't hurt himself or anybody else. But we'll talk about that. Also, we'll talk about how can you be a pastor and get arrested for holding church congregation, although you made all kinds of concessions and you try to do things, social distancing, hand sanitizers, get, uh, gloves, masks, all that good stuff. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And I thank y'all for joining. Most certainly appreciate you. Please like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Let me fix this chat on a live stream. Thank you for listening on an audio streaming platform. If you're listening there and you can somehow support the show on that particular platform, I'd appreciate that as well. But that's a whole lot to get into tonight, for sure. It's a whole lot going on. Um, now, I, I, I don't know how you hit a boat with a train, but... Matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna pull this. I'm gonna pull this up, okay? And then you'll be able to see kind of, you know, what he was trying to do, and and the kind of angle he was attempting to take. All right. So let's just go ahead and pull it up right here. Now, it may be kind of hard to see. I'm gonna try to see if I can zoom in. Matter of fact, hold on. Give me one second. I'm gonna take this off the screen right quick, and then I'm gonna try to get that. Hold on. I'm gonna just try to find a better picture because. That shows it, but I want you to be able to see it a little bit closer. All right. Let me see if I can get a... All right, let me find a better picture. But yeah, that, that whole thing was crazy. Absolutely crazy. Okay. Now, here's one picture I can pull up. And... Okay, so this, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you one picture where you may see what the guy was aiming to do. And then I'll show you another one of what he actually did, if that makes sense. Okay, there's actually a few. So let, let's let's go with the first one first, and then I'll kind of bring you through it step by step. Okay, let's, let's do that. Now, here is the first picture, or the first one I'll show you. Matter of fact, that's a good, that's a good image. Okay, now, as you can see, 
the boat is right here where my mouse is right right where the play button is it's a pretty big boat now this ain't no this ain't no like paddle boat or uh you know those are like small boats down there if you can see those little specks in the water that's a tugboat right there for not mistaken this is a ship okay this is like a, a real deal ship that goes out in the ocean so that's the ship right there and it looks like the train is right here if I'm not mistaken, it, it could be, it may or may not be, I'm not really sure. Or the train is somewhere under here because this, I'm not sure what this is, but as you can see, hold on, it's kind of hard to see that. But this right here, and this little section, if you could see it on the screen, which you can't right now, there's a little opening. It's a tree coming from it and there's a road up under there. So there's a road under here. So you may have a train that is able to kind of hit it, kind of like T-bone it, like how you would in a vehicle accident. Kind of with, this might be a train right here, I'm not really sure. But if on the far left of the image of this object that appears to be a train, if it were to hit high speed and get up enough momentum to hit the ship, they might be able to do it. There may be another one up under here. Okay, so... I got another image for you where you see what the train actually was able to accomplish. Matter of fact, here's another image. This is a good one because it kind of shows you like what I was just talking about. All right. So here's a second image. Now you can see how there's actually row right there, right next to the boat, right next to the ship. You see what I'm saying? So here's the big ship and you see there's a row right next to it. Like, parallel and also perpendicular so if a train was coming perpendicular through this way it might be able to try and hit it i don't i'm not really sure what the guy thought that he'd be able to accomplish but you can see how there's like an underpass beneath where it looks like the ship docks so that's that now let's see what the ship actually was able to accomplish or what, what the not part what what the train was able to accomplish. Now that's the train right there. This black image. Now they, you see, this it's a little overpass right there, and the overpass appears to be right close to where the ship actually was. What they were trying to do is somehow get enough momentum to, I guess, slide through the parking lot and hit the ship. They were unsuccessful. Now the guy was saying, look. I had to do it. Uh, apparently, the guy told an officer that arrested him, hey, you know, I had to do it. I had to try and do it. Uh, everybody's watching. Uh, they got to know what's going on here. It's not what they say. Now, if you don't know what's going on, if you just now came, if you kind of lost, what happened was a train, like an actual choo-choo, a train engineer tried to hit the USNS Mercy hospital ship. They were unsuccessful, but they tried to do it. Like this, this just happened like a few minutes ago. I'm just kind of like breaking news right now, so I'm breaking it to you as we speak. But this is this is like people that get caught up in there and their conspiracy theories in the basement. You know, I'm I'm all for criticizing the government or questioning the government, but come on, you gonna try to t-bone the ship because you think it's not really what's going on? I mean, what do you think the outcome of that is gonna be? You think it's going to be a positive outcome or what? I'm not really sure what your 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 ultimate goal, your ultimate plan for that was. Matter of fact, 
<laughs> Let's just be honest. There was no plan. Matter of fact, the guy said he had no plan. It was just kind of spur of the moment. I had to do it. It's my opportunity. I'm going to take the time right now to do it. Is it TDS? I'm not really sure. It could be. It most certainly could be TDS. All right. Now, matter of fact, there's an article right here. This is on ABC seven. So this is a, this is a true story. This is real. This is on ABC seven. Let's, you know, bring up the article right now. San Pedro, Los Angeles, an engineer deliberately ran a train off the tracks. So his own train that he had. Okay. He's, he's driving the train. He drove the train that he had control of off the tracks and tried to skip through the parking lot. But anyway, an engineer deliberately ran a train off the tracks at high speed near the port of Los Angeles in an attempt to crash into and damage the USNS Mercy Hospital ship, prosecutors say. The Pacific Harbor Line train derailed Tuesday, running through the end of the track and crashing through barriers, finally coming to rest about 250 yards from the dock naval ship. So he got... Close a little bit too close for comfort. About 200 yards away from the ship, federal prosecutors allege train engineer Eduardo Moreno, 44, of San Pedro, intended to hit the ship, saying he thought it was quote unquote suspicious and did not believe the quote ship is what they say it's for, unquote. The train crashed into a concrete barrier at the end of the track, smashed through a steel barrier and a chain link fence, slid through one parking lot and then a second lot filled with gravel and hit a second chain link fence. It came to arrest after passing under a ramp leading to the Vincent Thomas Bridge. The train remained in that position on Wednesday. Okay. No one was injured in the derailment, but the train leaked fuel that required a hazmat response. Authorities say Moreno admitted to crashing the train intentionally, but say he did not plan it out in advance. You don't say. It is believed he acted alone. He allegedly made statements to a CHP officer that included, quote, you only get this chance once. The whole world is watching. I had to. People don't know what's going on here. Now they will. Well, I knew that the train, I mean, pardon me, the, the boat was a hospital boat, and that's not changed. What I know now is that you, sir, are going to the gulag ASAP. You're trying to hit a fet like really? You you trying to hit a hospital ship? Are you serious? Like military asset? Are you dumb? You you might must try to get the chair behind that, but we'll move on. Um, officials say video from inside the train's cab shows Moreno holding a lighted flare lighted flare during the incident. Moreno has been charged with one count of train wrecking, according to U.S. Attorney's Office. The charge carries maximum penalty of 20 years in the federal penitentiary. The Mercy Ride at the Port of Los Angeles this weekend, the Navy hospital ship was brought in to handle nine coronavirus patients to help ease the burden of local hospitals that are surging with COVID-19 cases. Ship was about 1,000 hospital beds with some 800 active duty officers, nurses, and medical staff on board. Expected to stay in Los Angeles until September or until it is no longer required. So, yeah, that dude that did that, you're going to the gulag, sir. Oh yeah, terrorism, one thousand percent. Dot. Can you? Are you? Are you dumb? Like you thinking like nine eleven? We do something like that. Not to exaggerate what he did or compare it to nine eleven, but that you're in that type of vein when you try to do something like that. Like that's that's the kind of thing people are gonna think about right away. You trying to hit a ship intentionally? What's going on in your mind, sir? So yeah, that's that's going to be an issue coming up here, uh, very soon. And I think that, um. There's going to be more that comes out about this particular story as it unfolds because it just happened just now. All right.
Hey, it, we'll, we'll see if he's here. I, I don't think he's probably, I don't think he's illegal because that sounds like somebody that's been here for a long time. The, the way he was thinking, you know, it just didn't, you know, you in LA getting in. Yeah, that's probably what that was. But anyway, RL <laughs> says this guy's a literal train wreck. Hilarious. Hilarious. And thank you all for joining. I definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing thus far, please hit the like, vid the, the like video. Hit the like button for me. And also subscribe if you're not subscribed already. I'd appreciate you if you did that for me. And speaking of people going crazy because of this virus situation, what's going on in Florida where my man got arrested for holding church service? Now, a mega church pastor held church service. And shortly thereafter, not during the service. You know, the police did not rate the service. Talking about everybody get on the ground. They did not rate the service. What they did was arrest him at a later point in time. It might have been at his house or turn himself in. Whatever the case may be, they arrested a pastor for holding church service during the whole shutdown situation. Now, my question would be, what is the big deal? For, and then beyond that, before I even get into what the big deal was, beyond all that, um... The pastor took all kind of precautions. I mean, they spent like a hundred grand in protective equipment. They had gloves and masks for the staff. They had hand sanitizers. They were doing social distancing between family groups. They did all kind of things to, you know, make sure that everybody was safe and complying with the particular orders that were out there in Florida. They do no such things in Wally World. You know, they got all these little lines and stuff on the ground. Anybody, they're in there elbow to elbow from the rooter to the tutor. Okay, Walmart, gas stations, grocery stores, anywhere you're able to go and you're allowed to be in there, it's packed to the brim because you don't have anywhere else to go. Therefore, places that are open are going to be packed like sardines, and that's fine, right? There's no uh, limit who could be in Walmart. Matter of fact, in California, you're able to go to the weed dispensary still under the quarantine. If I'm wrong, let me know in the comments below. Maybe they've changed it, but last I read, you're still able to get your weeds from the dispensary in California right now. But you want to hold a church service? Oh, I don't know about that one, man. That's not really considered essential. But smoking your weed, that is, that's, that's essential. Liquor stores, I mean, how about this? Are liquor stores open right now? I, I, I wouldn't know about anything i've not read about that i've only i only know about the weed because i read about it you know i don't do any drugs or anything and there's no weed dispensaries here where i live but in california you're able to go to the weed dispensary get your weeds and get your puff on but you can't go to church and get your praise on it's pretty interesting how that works yeah so that's what i want to know what's going on what's going on with that where you can't have a church service but you can go smoke weed go drink go be in walmart hanging out, you know, elbow to elbow. And the thing is, I think the church guy, the pastor, the church guy, the pastor and the church staff, people that are there, they had more of a secure environment than a lot of these grocery stores. Okay, they had hand sanitizer, gloves, masks, all of that for the people, people that were in the church and also for the staff itself. So I don't understand what the real issue was. Okay, liquor stores are open, weed stores are open, and that's fine. But having the church open is not fine. Holding church service 
like normal is not fine. Now, I want to see when they go to a, a mosque that remains to be open and try to shut that down or try to arrest him. Now, I don't know if the mosques are still open, if they're still functioning, or if they're just going to comply with the shelter-in-place order, whatever it is. But what if one of them says, okay, we're going to stay open, and we're going to provide everybody what they need to make sure that everybody's safe, the hand sanitizers, the gloves, and masks, soap, water, you know, the old school stuff you used to have back in the day, thing called soap and water, washing your hands. We'll have all that good stuff prepared, and we're going to stay open. Now, who's going to be the brave guy, the tough guy to try to go shut them down or arrest the imam, pastor, whatever that particular person is? <laughs> yeah, church guy, cigar box. <laughs> NKM says the Walmart toilet paper aisle is open. I beg to differ, sir. The TP aisle right now is closed. If it's open, I can't tell because it ain't nothing there. You go to Wally World, trying to get some toilet paper, paper towels, any kind of household paper product, like disposable paper, like anything like that you're trying to get from a Wally World, you're not going to be able to get. Matter of fact, um, I'm not really enjoying my test trial run of socialism. I'm not enjoying my trial run of it. I want to return it. Uh, I want to uninstall it right now from my life. I'm not really feeling it too tough. I went to Target today. Trying to find some paper household supplies because I know we're going to need them eventually. So I go in there, paper towels. I got this big, giant thing of bounty paper towels. It's all good. Okay, fine. I can get one of those and I'm good money. Now, I'm trying to get toilet paper. It's a different story. The The shelves are so bare. That it's, it's, it's like not even funny. I get to one little corner of the shelf with some single ply Scott toilet paper in the four pack. So only four rolls. Now, there was a sign that said that you can only get one of them at a time. So not only was it limited supply, you can also only get one of them at once. So, I mean, are we Cuba? Are we Venezuela? What's going on? This, in my humble opinion, is a trial run, a test run. Of socialism, I'm not feeling it too tough at all. I want to be able to go into the store and have a variety of things I want to be able to pick. What if I don't want one ply Scott in the four pack? What if I want 12 pack Walmart brand strong and soft? What if I want that? Oh, no, you can't get that because we don't got that. Well, why is that? Oh, we just we just can't do it. To anybody that is hoarding toilet paper, you got to be shunning yourself. What was the what? Okay. Be honest. If you're out there in the chat, I won't judge you. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. If you are hoarding toilet paper, my question is why? When you saw that there was a virus coming and you had to be like shut down or whatever, why did your brain say, you know what I got to do right now before I get food, before I get water, before I, shake, before I make sure my kids are straight? What I'm going to do is immediately go down to Walmart or Target or wherever place that sells toilet paper. I'm gonna buy all the toilet paper. That can, I, I'm gonna buy everything. My cart gonna be loaded to the top with toilet paper. No food, no water, or nothing. What What was the reason behind that? I don't understand. Because if you were that kind of person that did that, you you're not you've not run through it. You still have it just in your garage or whatever it is. That the one like the one lady had the um the throne made of boxes of toilet paper. 
It's like, really, man, is what you're going to do with that box? Like a, a, a throne in your little apartment, little small area. An entire room in the house was covered with toilet paper. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm, I'm seeing someone in the comments. You guys are hilarious. Let me see. All right. Garchomp301-1209 says, we just ordered a huge crate of 80 rolls from a food servicer. Only one brand, Scott, two-ply. Asher Food Stanks. All righty. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to the two-ply. It must be nice. You know, I'm, I'm going back to my to my hood days of the one-ply. That's all you can really get. You know, but what I've not seen yet is the single rolls being sold because... Uh, a few years ago, I was in West Virginia in the Walmart and they had single roll toilet paper. And, when, and like when you know that poverty is nearby when you can buy one roll of toilet paper at once. I'm talking about individually wrapped. You can go to the store and buy that in certain parts of the country. So I've not seen that yet. And I don't think we will see that because if you could get single rolls of toilet paper, I don't know how that's going to be as far as uh, theft. Uh, it's Man, this whole thing is crazy. Yeah, that's that's right, Haley. The one ply is better on such a tank. So if you got a tank, definitely one ply. That probably be the way to go because you know your tank will appreciate you for that. If you got if you got a, if you got a type of tank and you're using the the big uh, Charmin, that's like eight ply or whatever it is, you might issue with, with your tank later on down the line. Okay. But thank you all for joining. I most certainly appreciate you guys. Hold on. Vermin Ator. I know I butcher your name and I'm sorry. He says, oh, Verminator. I got you. It says, ABL gun rights to Wake County, North Carolina chef and won the rights back to buy firearms in court today. There we go. Shout out to them. Now, I saw that Trump made it to where uh, gun stores and gun manufacturers, people that also produce ammo, those are essential businesses. That's nationwide. So I'm not really sure if that's been, you know, put on the books yet or what. But um, he did do that on a national level. So we'll see. But thank you all for being here. We got Super Chats on deck. I'm going to read some of those right quick. Shout out to... Chief Rocker, who says, peace, ABL. Thank you for your donation. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Charles Hunter Jr., who says, ABL, do you believe more clowns in the drive-by media will pull a stunt like Yamiche Alcindor? Also, what kind of other is-obes or obics should we use to describe the virus? <laughs> Thank you for the donation, man. Definitely appreciate you. Um, I think at this point in media, the old school, lamestream media, they'll do anything to have any kind of relevance to have anybody watch their channel. CNN, that's what they're known for nowadays. They used to be a, a decent channel. They had decent programming. They were not really bad. But nowadays, it's pretty much just a, a clown network and everybody knows it. So they'll say and or do anything to keep themselves relevant. And it's really a shame. So Yamisha Sender ain't the last person to do something like that from the mainstream media to try and attack Trump and to try and you know, beat them down over one little question. Yeah, thanks for the man. Definitely appreciate you. And shout out to Charles Turner Jr. again, who says, how ABL, hold on, that's the wrong one. He says, also, Looker and we are available in Washington State. However, incompetent, instantly, our governor has declared gun stores to be closed. Wow. So you can buy alcohol 
and marijuana that's fine that's considered essential i suppose but gun stores not essential now i hope that the federal thing that trump announced can be applied to the states because one thing about some of these uh provisions or recommendations from the federal government is that they're not binding to the states i just whole thing about social distancing and whatnot if i'm wrong let me know in the comments but that's a recommendation from the cdc and from the federal government is not necessarily something you have to do or it may be recommended and then you implement it in your own way which is why some states have total lockdown you can't leave your house for anything and some states don't so that might be what's going on but thank you for that man definitely appreciate you thank you to nipping who says hi hi abl get me on tonight things are really crazy out here p.s i hope that i'm not annoying you it's all good man thank you for the donation man definitely appreciate you uh, thank you, Stacey Felice, who says, reported to Trump today, quote, Joe Biden released a statement about today about you. Trump said without missing the beat. Did he write it or did somebody write it for him? <laughs> you know, for 100 percent certain that somebody wrote it for him. Joe Biden don't even know who Joe Biden is at this particular point. And it's sad. It's really sad. So I don't see a guy that's in that condition mentally to write any kind of statement about Trump. And why would he do that anyway? Why would you write it? Why, why not just come on TV and say something? That's not something, something like his lawyer may do. That's not something that Biden would do himself. All right. And shout out to Curls It Is who says they hoarded feminine hygiene products or, or famine. <laughs> okay, I, I got it. I, I see what you were saying. Curls It Is says they hoarded famine hygiene products. You get it? Not feminine, family, get it? Good joke. Thank you for the donation, man. Definitely appreciate you. And shout out to you guys for being here. I appreciate you uh, a tremendous amount. Oh, and I see Rapper 10,000 says the CDC and the media are lying about the virus numbers. Yes. Oh, the virus numbers. Let's get into that very quick because this is something that's kind of been on my mind a lot. Now, first of all, I respect the professionals. They, 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 you know, they do what they do, the professional. Okay, I get it. But why would you go on TV, Dr. Fauci, and say there's going to be like between 100,000 and 200,000 U.S. deaths, despite all the social distancing and stuff like that? Why would you do that? That's not helping the cause at all, sir. You're not helping at one little bit. Why would you say that? Why would you do that? I don't really understand. And is it going to be that many? Right now, we're at like 4,000. Is it going to go from 4,000 to 100,000 or 25,000? I'm not really sure that it's going to be able to do that. People are not even going outside that much. So I'm not understanding how it's possible. And would it even get to the numbers of the flu cases that people have died from this year? Because that's still a thing right now, the flu. They're talking about, oh, the hospitals are inundated. There's so many people in the hospitals. Well, maybe in New York. And the question is, does New York have tranquil hospitals in, in flu season? Is it just like a cakewalk? You have that many human beings in a very small, like what, like 8 million people in New York City? You have 8 million people in a very small space, and you don't have a tremendous amount of hospitals. So when people get sick, like during the winter, as they always do, they get colds, they get pneumonia, they get the flu, whatever. They're going to go to the hospital, and they're going to overrun it. That's what always happens. You could find 
headlines from years ago about New York, and they're saying how crowded the hospitals are during the winter season or during any kind of, you know, bad flu situation. So how is this year much different? I'm not really understanding. I'm not saying that virus is not real. I mean, the virus is real, so is the flu. So why does one get all the attention when the other one doesn't? And then they say, well, you got vaccines for the flu, 40% effective. Whatever. Anyway, um, the numbers aren't really real in my humble opinion because check it out. They're saying we have more deaths than China. How is that possible? Do you understand how big Wuhan is and how big China is in general? Wuhan, just that general region, is 50 million people. 50 million. That's like more than the state of California. And that one city, region, 50 million people. So you mean to tell me there was only like 4,000 deaths in that? Come on, man. Like, be for real. Be serious. It doesn't make any sense. And if it is so low, then that tells me that it's not really that deadly. It can't be with that amount of people that died. Either they're lying outright, which is probably the case, or it's not really that deadly. And it didn't really hurt them that badly. And if it is that deadly, then I can't really tell. People may have the virus in their system, die of a heart attack from something else, and then people will say, oh, they had COVID-19. That's how they died. How do you know they died of COVID-19? What caused them to die? Like, what, what was the factor that made them die? They said 78% of those that have the virus, period, not those that have been hospitalized, 78% of those that tested positive for the virus have an underlying condition. 78%. So out of those that passed away, how many of those had an underlying condition? And if they had an underlying condition, how do we know that it was not the underlying condition that killed them and it was COVID-19, the Wu flu, the China virus, whatever you want to call it? How do we know that? The numbers ain't really real. And Italy has like 10,000. How is that possible? It doesn't make any sense. Like, that the numbers are being inflated. And for what reason? I don't know. Money? That'd be my first guess. Uh, you know, and maybe they're trying to keep us under control. And this is where they try to scare us. I'm not really sure. But my first go-to would be money. All day long. <laughs> now, I was watching something. I think it was on... Um, where was this at? It might have been on Twitter, actually. I think it might have been the story on Twitter. Oh, matter of fact, hold on. Yeah, can I play this? I probably can. Let's go ahead and try it. Now, you see the headline right here. Japan's deputies prompt, deputy prime minister says that the WHO should change its name to the CHO, China Health Organization. I'll read that one more time if you didn't catch it. Japan's deputy prime minister that got right next to Shinzo Abe, okay, the big dog, the president, says the WHO should change its name to the CHO, China Health Organization. Let's check it out. 
pro-Taiwan Japanese politician Aso Taro blasted the World Health Organization for bowing to China and excluding Taiwan. Speaking to Japanese lawmakers, the deputy prime minister said the WHO should change its name to the CHO, or China Health Organization. He said being excluded from the global health body, Taiwan was driven to become a world leader in combating the coronavirus. Now, if you don't know about Taiwan, Taiwan is where Andrew Yang's family is from. China does not recognize Taiwan's sovereignty. So when they go to the Olympics and places like that, when they go to any kind of national stage, for the most part, international stage, pardon me, they're referred to as Chinese Taipei. They are not referred to as Taiwan. They see it as a city or a semi-autonomous, a fully autonomous region, same as Hong Kong. So when Hong Kong goes to the Olympics, they got to say Hong Kong or China. At Taiwan, same thing with Tibet. Tibet used to be a sovereign country. What happens to that? Ain't, ain't no more Tibet. Tibet is a region. <laughs> T Tibet is a neighborhood, basically, to China. Ain't no more sovereign Tibet. Ain't, nah, that's all China now. And they say that Americans are imperialists. Well, who's the, you know, pot kettle black? How about that? Let's keep going. The coronavirus pandemic has led to the postponement of the 2020 Olympics in Japan. Speaking in Japan's parliament, the country's deputy prime minister leveled fresh criticism against China. Although the details are murky, the WHO's previous director general was a Chinese national, and at the time, there were complaints all around. And now, at least, the petition has gathered 300,000 signatures, or rather, 500,000 signatures. People think the World Health Organization should change its name. It shouldn't be called the WHO. It should be renamed the CHO. This appeal is truly resonating with the people. The Japan official took issue with former WHO... That's, that's the guy right there. People don't like him too much at all. Director General Margaret Chan, charging her with inadequate accountability. He said the current director general was no better for giving in to China's spin about the coronavirus. Early on, if the WHO had not insisted to the world that China had no pneumonia epidemic, then everybody would have taken precautions. The WHO, which is a global organization, does not even include Taiwan. And then precisely because Taiwan is not a member of the WHO, it becomes a world leader in fighting the epidemic. Then, after that statement is made, the CCP jumps out to correct it. It says Taiwan is a region, not a country. Aso had once said that Taiwan, in various ways, is a country that shares common values with Japan. He's regarded... There it is. I mean, straight, straight up, straight from, uh, straight from the government of Japan, they're telling you what's going on. So is, is, that, is that guy racist? Is a Japanese guy racist? By saying that the numbers that China is giving out ain't really real. The World Health Organization, they, they're corrupt with it. You know, they're in the, the pocket of the Chinese. And the same thing can be said about us over here in the States as far as some of our elected officials straight in the Chinese pocket. They don't really care about anything, uh, what your concerns are. They're more concerned about China over there. Hollywood, same thing. When they make movies nowadays, they got to have some kind of Chinese thing in there because that's just part of what they got to do to be able to make money. If it will offend the Chinese people, then they won't put it in there. So, I mean, do we have an American film industry or do we have an international film industry based in America? That's what I want to know. I mean, what am I really watching here? If I'm watching Black Panther, why am I somehow in uh, 
Foshaw region, China. What's going on? I don't really know, but I digress. Yeah, China is not your friend. They are not your friend at all. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. And people trying to say that it's racist, it's just ridiculous. China is not a race, it's a place. Like I said in the previous video I did today, it is not a race, it is a place. That's all that there is to it. Yeah, and it's it's not a thing that people can escape because of their political ideology. I'm seeing some a, a little bit of creep over at Fox as well, because let's not forget who owns that. Rupert Murdoch, News Corp. So I think Fox does a pretty good job, but there may be some influence. When you're talking about CNN, it's totally, I mean, China News Network. How about that? <laughs> you might as well call it that. It's, a, it's the same thing. If China says it's good to go, then we, we good money. If Winnie the Pooh says, go ahead and take that off of your network, I don't like it, then it'll be gone. If not, immediately within the next five minutes. Straight up. That's how that goes. All righty. And shout out to Jay Barrett for your donation who says, visit Computing Forever YouTube channel, a deep dive into the coronavirus for the best explanation of Corona's problem. Yeah, shout out to him. I know who that guy is. I've been subscribed to him. Shout out to my man, Computing Forever. I forget his um, name name. He, he goes by his regular name now, but I forgot what it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Fox does some of the fear mongering as well. It, you know, some of these headlines just so misleading because most people don't really read anything beyond the headline and they don't look into stories after they've been told what the story is by the media. So they pretty much run with it. See, the media operates on this whole thing of we can put out sensationalized headlines because it's up to you as a viewer to do your own independent research, find out what's really going on. But why would you do that? And from the media, my job is to present to you information that makes sense in a common way. Okay, I'm not going to write a headline of legal leaves that nobody can really understand. I'm going to write it in a simple and easy to understand way that will not be confused and can't really be misrepresented. But the media do not do that. The media have their own little language. They have media ease, not lawyer ease, media ease. They write things in a way that are very misleading without crossing the line into, um, I guess, what, what would it be called? Uh, uh, libel or slander. They're very crafty with what they do, but they are not totally 100% effective and there's still some slips and what they do, there's still some chinks in the armor. There's still some cracks in their foundation. Dave Cullen, that's my man. Yeah, Dave Cullen. Shout out to Dave Cullen. 1,000%. That's computing forever. All right. Let me see. Shout out to Curls It Is who says, flu vaccine through false positive for HIV in the 90s. Wow. Yeah, when you talk about that, how there's all these false positives, you know, you got people getting it and recovering right away. We never having any symptoms. How does the virus kill people instantly sometimes? And then other times you don't even know you got it when you have zero symptoms. So either you die right away, you have no symptoms. How does that work? I mean, obviously the underlying symptoms are the issue. And you may have, you may have had an issue with the underlying symptoms without the coronavirus. I think some people's, you know, health issues they had already are being blamed on the virus when that's not really appropriate to do so. But thank you for the donation. Shout out to Deborah Pippen for the uh, super chat emoji. Just keep it up. We'll do. Thank you for that. 
thank you to Charles Hunter Jr. who says, speaking to Fox News, as you all see that Trish Reagan got fired from Fox Business for speaking the truth about the left politicizing the Chai Com virus. <laughs> I did see that she got fired talking about Trish Reagan. Uh, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Rupert Murdoch, you got a lot of these big corporate entities, big time money investors into them. Fox is going to be conservative, but only to a certain point. They're going to go kind of to the edge, but never really dive off. If Roger Ailes was living, RIP, I think it might be a little bit different. Um, I think Rupert Murdoch's sons are running it right now. If I'm not mistaken, who is taking over for who is taking Roger Ailes' spot as far as being a shot caller on the floor in Fox News? Does anybody know? If you do, let me know in the comments. But I think if he was still living, things would be a little bit different than they are right now. Although the network, it's, it's still a decent network. It's not a bad network, but they got some issues. And I have noticed a change in the quality since Roger was there. Simple as that. Yeah, China got to pay. They're going to pay regardless. They, they're going to pay one, one way or the other. Absolutely. And, oh, you guys talking about the um, the stimulus checks? Those will be coming in the, May, in the way that you got your most recent tax return sent to you so or how can it'd be mailed to you at your most recent tax address and i was hearing today that you may be able to contact the irs like let's say you moved or something like that you may need to contact them to figure something out or if you have not filed taxes yet you may have to file some kind of special form to be able to get it if i'm not mistaken but yeah what you don't want to do is try to do any kind of scamming because you will get locked up ASAP. That's what the federal government, you will get locked up ASAP. They can see everything. They can see your bank account. They can see your address. They can see your, 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 your baby records, birth certificate. They can see everything about you. So don't do nothing crazy. Shout out to my man Shreves who says, ever noticed that all the Hong Kong protesters are no longer on the news since the Wuhan virus? Absolutely. Because they feel like now, all they got to do is cover the virus and ignore everything else. Because as far as I know, the Hong Kong guys are still out there protesting. The virus ain't necessarily stopped them. It may have slowed them down, but it ain't really stopped them. I'm still seeing footage of them on my timeline. There's new footage. So they've not really been stopped. Slowed down maybe, yes, but not stopped at all. That's right, Anna. And they're using 2018 taxes if you have not done 2019 as of yet. Yep. Longshot Beat says, ABL, do you think that's why Trump is flirting with India? Well, maybe so. As far as, you know, trying to have an ally in that particular part of the world and against China, uh, maybe so. But India is also a big country with a lot of people, uh, what, 1.3 or 1.1 billion people. So they're right there with China. They could be the next superpower, at least in that part of the world. Uh, they produce a lot of different things. So I think it makes sense for you to be and good with India. I'm not really sure why you wouldn't be good with India. You definitely want to be, you want to have them on your side for sure. And no doubt about it. Okay. Wingy Simmons says the virus is made in North Carolina, USA. It did not come from China. The truth would be, okay. Now, how do you know the virus came from North Carolina? Where's the evidence of that? Now, that's one question. The second one is, if it did come from there, 
why did it get released in China? Like it didn't get it didn't get released in North Carolina. So why did it come out in China? What happened with that? Who did that? And why? Is it Chinese people trying to kill their own people? Is it us trying to kill them when they control the lab and everything there? I don't understand. Like, let's break that whole thing down. Pamela Hill says, so if you die from a heart attack, so if you have a heart attack, but they do test to see if you're positive, what did you die from? Um, so I guess the question was, if you had a heart attack, but you also had the China virus, what would the cause of death be? I'm not really sure. They may try to put on their coronavirus. You got you had the virus and you died. Therefore, you died from the virus. Although you could have died for an unrelated reason. You see, that could be how they're fudging the numbers. And I think that you may see more of that as the weeks progress because they're talking about the apex of it could be in two weeks. So if we're not at 50,000 in two weeks, it won't get to 100 at all. Nowhere near it. I predict we'll have 50,000 total. And that's high. It it might be like 25,000 total. But it's kind of hard to really even calculate that because we got to figure out if they're telling us the real deal, if they're giving us real numbers, are they giving us the actual information or is it fake information? I can't really tell at this particular point in the game. I don't even know. All right. Yeah. See, I've never had the flu shot before. And I'm hearing that if you had the flu shot, it could kind of complicate things with the virus. I mean, all kinds of things. One thing I am hearing is that if you take stuff like aspirin or like ibuprofen and the early part of the virus makes things worse, I don't know how that really works. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, a chemist or a biologist or whatever. So I don't know how that really works. But that's what I've been hearing. You take certain kind of medications in the beginning part of the virus, it makes it worse towards the end when you get to the stage of having pneumonia and whatnot. Free Wee Jones says, my morgue, on, my morgue has only one worker as always, and she'll, and she says, all day in the 80s and 90s. Okay. Yep, that makes sense. I mean, if you 95 years old and you catch this weird virus, it's hard for you to fight that off because you're 95 years old. You know, people can't live forever. That's just the reality of the situation. Yeah, but one thing that nobody can really deny is that China lies. That's just the fact of the matter. Everybody knows that. But yeah, shout out to that guy. Hey, I'll probably do a video on this tomorrow. That guy that decided he wanted to try to hit the USS. uh, What was that? Hold on. This is the USNS Mercy, the hospital ship. That guy right there, whoever, whoever tried to do that. I'm not sure what you were on. If you were on meth cocaine something that made you go crazy and do something because you may have one thing you're thinking about doing but you may not manifest that until you get to the point where you're just a a nut job and crazy now i heard that um let me see i heard that joe biden wants to reach out to trump and talk to him about the virus uh reaction or the the virus response my question is, what are you going to tell Trump about the virus response? How can you really help? 
if it's you, Joe Biden, talking to Trump, what can you bring to the table, really? You, you halfway, not even really home. The lights are on, but it's like a guy in the front of the house sleeping on the couch with Netflix going and it's already went off. The screen came on. Are you still watching? You didn't respond. So now you got a blank screen just flashing a little logo of the TV. That's all you get at home right now. Ain't nobody really at the wheel of the ship. Nobody is tending to the flame outside in the bonfire in Joe Biden's mind. You understand what I'm saying? So what can you, Joe Biden, say to Trump that he does not know or that will be fruitful at all? Not much, in my humble opinion. But what do I know? I'm just a guy talking. Yeah, Master Dummy, uh, coronavirus and ibuprofen bad. Yep, that's what I heard too. Heritage Commerce says 1.2 million tested, 213,000 confirmed, 4,700 dead, and 7,400 cured. Doesn't add up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's going on? So, just from the cures. So, if you got 213,000 positive, but 7,400 that were cured, then you still got over 200,000 that got it and have not been cured or died. So what are we talking about? I don't understand. Like, what's really going on? <laughs> what's really happening? You got 206,000 that are just still walking and talking. Everything is fine. They got it. So I don't understand. <laughs> Let me see. Event 201 pandemic exercise. I've, I've not seen that. I don't know anything about that. I might check it out and look into it. Now, when do you think this whole thing will be over with? Because you got Trump talking about we should extend the guidelines to April 30th. So one more month. But back in Virginia, Ralph Northam said that the order to shelter in place is effective until uh, not January, which would be crazy. June. 10th june not april 10th not may 10th but june j-u-n-e 10th stay at home unless you're essential whatever that means essential could be all right you the weed man you're essential you the crack man you're essential whatever uh you're a pastor no you're not essential so stay home you understand all right yeah, the numbers don't make any sense. Like, I can't wait until we get years beyond this. This is going to be looked at with a fine-tooth comb by a lot of different people. You know how sometimes there will be documentaries that come out. Like, uh, here's, a, here's a prime example of what I'm going to say. Um, remember the whole thing about Trayvon Martin? Remember that? Uh, it's talking about Zimmerman was a monster, all this, that, and the third, you know, all kind of things. You, you see things from a perspective of how people are trying to paint it. That might not be the case. There may be some facts that have been left out, some things that have been kind of skewed to make you believe a thing that's not necessarily true. I saw a documentary from this guy, which, by the way, was great. I forget his name, but if I can find it, I'll link to it in the box somewhere. But a documentary, I think it's on uh, Amazon, actually. You can buy it. He went through all of the characters in the situation into their backstory, uh, knowing more about them, what happened that night, who was lying, who was telling the truth, who did what, all this and the third. Zimmerman, uh, Trayvon, uh, the, the kind of burly girl, 
and other people. He went into their whole background, their whole history, and found out everything about them. Then it's a different picture that's painted. It'd be the same thing here with the virus. It'd be five years later. It'd be some random guy in a van going around the country, digging up dirt, digging up info, and delivering a masterpiece of a documentary that the mainstream media would never touch with a 10-foot pole because it's too toxic, and they want to move on. They want to accept that as gospel and say that, yeah, the virus was bad, and it was wreaking havoc, and we had to go do something to fix it, but it would be people out there that don't accept that to be the case. They make a documentary about it. They'll find info about it, and then narratives will most certainly change. That's just kind of how that goes. All right. Let me see. Jay says, my boy is an NYPD cop and lives at home with me and my wife. We should be able to get tested. Hold on. Or drop the line for a service. Please pray for my son and all NYPD cops. Thank you. Well, yes. Prayers out to you. Hopefully everything works out well. Now, I'm hearing that like 10% of NYPD have called off sick. Is that true? Yeah, it, or, or more, like maybe 11% of NYPD have called off uh, because they either have the virus or they're kind of in self-quarantine to prevent from getting the virus or, or spreading it to anybody else because they've been exposed to those that may have it. <laughs> yeah, Cindy Mini, you saw it too. That was a good documentary. It was an excellent one. Yep, the, the girlfriend was the actress or she was acting in that particular role. It wasn't, it wasn't really her. Oh, did you guys see the, the mayor? Oh, not that. Was it the mayor? Something. Hold on. If I could find this. Yeah, the mayor of Houston. That's what I'm talking about. You guys probably pretty much already knew that, but let's let's pull it up right here. Now, this is the mayor of Houston saying, look, let's put it into all this crime right now during the virus. Take a break. Check them out. And let me just make my plea. Until the coronavirus is resolved, criminals take a break, okay? Stay home, okay? Stay home and don't commit any crimes. And that way they are- All right, all right. Okay, stay home and don't commit any crimes. So you think criminals, like let's, let's, let's pause for a minute. You think criminals are gonna obey that order? Just stay home and not commit crimes? That's what criminals do, sir. <laughs> You think they're going to obey a shelter in place order? If they're not going to obey the law that says don't kill people, why would they obey the law that says don't commit crimes? Like, come on. I mean, in a perfect world, you'd be able to say nobody commit crimes and everybody obeys. That's not where we live right now, which is why gun stores are essential. Hello, the wolves that are out there. I know guys in the street, the wolves that are out there, are waiting for a time like this. They know, they know, like, if they want to get somebody, they know where they are. They can't be outside. They're going to go to a particular place and they're going to do what they're going to do. If they can't be at the mall, if they can't protect their stores, if they can't protect certain things, if they got to flee where they live, it's, it's, it's fair game. That's what they're going to do. You know, if you get caught outside by yourself or anybody out there because everybody's at home, that's, that's what it is, man. So you can't just act like, they're not going to commit crimes. And that way, they'll stay safe and out of jail. 
and police officers will stay safe. They ain't worried about jail. Come on, these guys got rap sheets longer than the CVS receipt. You understand what I'm saying? These guys been in and out of penitentiary so much. You think, you think they live there and just be going to work every day and coming back home. That's pretty much what's going on. So it doesn't make any sense what he's saying. They can go home to their families. Okay? So everybody chill. Crooks, criminals, you chill. Wait till the coronavirus is over. Okay? And then we'll all be okay. <laughs> Come on, man. You know what? That's but that's that's the same kind of mentality that the left have when you're talking about guns and stuff like that. Or, you know, protecting yourself. Like if you got the dude right in your face with the pistol and you say, no, please don't, don't, you know, I mean, come on, man. Criminals don't, this is not what they do. They, they don't, they don't do, they don't abide by those types of rules. They just don't. Because if they did, then they wouldn't be criminals. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a random guy using my brain a little bit. I'm using a couple of brain cells here just to put two and two together, but I could be wrong. <laughs> NWO police note says weed dealers are key workers. Hilarious. All right. Let me see. Shout out to everybody. Oh, we got, got a T coming. Yeah. Thank you. Got, got a T on deck. You got to have it. And of course, these mugs are for sale. I'm not really trying to like push a mug in your face, but this is just my mug. This is what I use for my coffee. Boom. That is on my store or abomerch.com. Uh, okay. Shout out to Max Dominguez who says, once again, thank you, ABO, for all you do. Thank you for the donation, man. Definitely appreciate you. Shout out to Deborah Pippen. For the super chat emojis saying, how's it going? Everything's great over here. Can't complain at all. Thank you to Jay who says, that's like asking thugs to lay off looting when a hurricane shows up. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's their prime time to shine. That's their, that's, their, that's their moment. It's like, you know, when you practice it for a long time for a play, you've been in the, in the mirror rehearsing, getting everything right down to the wire. Like if you are like an like a, um, a extra or alternate, and the guy comes out, sit, he throwing up, and they say, okay, go out there and do your thing. That, that's your time to shine. You're going to go out there and give it your all. These criminals, when you got a time where everybody's vulnerable, people, you know, kind of desperate, that is your time to shine. So at this particular point right now, you got to be extra vigilant against the criminals who are going to be trying to take advantage of you. It's already scam calls about the check coming out. I, I, it's already scammed call about the shake it's already people getting scammed out of their money right now because this is what criminals do when there's a hard time they come in and try to take advantage that's what criminals do so you cannot expect them to be any different that's just what happens all right but thank y'all for being here i definitely appreciate you if you like what you're hearing so far hit the like button for me subscribe as well if you haven't subscribed yet and if you're listening on an audio streaming platform uh, give me a review over there, five stars or whatever the case may be. Help me out on that particular platform. If you are on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever it is, thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys. And let's go ahead and get to the calls. The number to call is 
434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Now, let me go ahead and get my email, not email, my Skype set up. If it wants to work properly, I'd appreciate it if you did it. Yeah, there's somebody talking to Skype and say, hey, work right. Please do right. And it, and it doesn't for some reason. All right, let's go ahead and get to the first call. Hold on one second. Before I do that, let me make sure that everything's good on my end. And... There we go. One second. Line's blowing up right now. All right, calling your line. I'm going to speak it to 347. Joshua. All right, man, what's going on? Not much as of, as of lately. It's tough. It's tough in Brooklyn. It's very tough. Right, right. How's everything right now with the virus? Uh, 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 my family doesn't have it, but they're very, very, very cautious right now. Oh, definitely, of course. I just wanted to be over this. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I'm going you know, just get back to normal. The virus goes away and we can just resume our lives, man, because you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. You can't. It's just right. a mess. Right. And the subways are, are mainly empty now. Yeah, I heard about that. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, they usually a lot of people, people during rush up, but now it's empty. Right. And I, and I blame these politicians in Europe because they didn't took it seriously. And one of them took pictures during like a new, a new year praise back in February. Yeah, I saw that because I think Bill de Blasio and mm -hmm. someone else, you know, an official in New York said, you know, enjoy your enjoy your uh, Chinese New Year. Go out there and celebrate. Yeah. Go here, go there. So they weren't taking it seriously. But now all of a sudden, uh, Trump is the bad guy when Trump had stopped travel from China before they came out and said, go support the Chinese New Year, go out and mm -hmm. live life like normal. Right. And it is kind of expected because New York, New York is a super city, at least not the state, not the whole state, at least, but the city is super duper liberal, corrupt, and people listen to it, and guess what? Now we are the hardest hit area of of the entire United States, quote unquote. Right. But here's the thing, though, that is kind of like really interesting. That in the United States we have more recoveries in the United States than deaths. We have eight thousand eight hundred eight in recoveries to five thousand one hundred two deaths in the United States with 215K plus um, cases. Right. But here's the thing, like, what is, like, like all these, like, deaths, are they really with the, the coronavirus or they have, like, past health symptoms? Because the majority of the deaths are, are elderly, pe elderly people. Well, I mean, the thing is, I think they're cooking the books because they're talking about all these deaths came from the virus itself, but it may not be the case. Maybe somebody has a virus and they die 
I mean, and they say automatically, okay, you die because of the coronavirus, but you could have had other things like underlying health issues that could have been the like culprit, a like a heart attack. That could have been the culprit rather than the virus itself. But I think once we get past this, we'll be able to kind of examine all of that and see what's really going on to really discover yeah. the truth. Yeah. And one one last thing very quickly is that I love Florida, okay, but the arrest of the pastor in Tampa Bay is ridiculous. It's a little bit too much. Yeah, it was. It's like violating our, our first our first amendment. Absolutely. Yeah. And and Florida is now in a thirty thirty day lockdown, as you heard. Yeah. From, from the yeah. But it's not as ridiculous as um um Virginia, June tenth. Yeah, but see, I think what's going to happen eventually is that um they're going to end up having to rescind that because once it starts to get warm, the virus is going to start to really die off. I think that's 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 my prediction. Exactly. Yeah, it's going to start to die off. They're just you know just doing way too much right now, man. But thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Definitely appreciate you too, uh, from ABL. All right, now take care. Take care. I turned the ringer off. I don't know what happened. But shout out to my man, uh, Joshua, for the call. And let's try this one more time. Wow. It's really not going to work? Okay. I got to get this uh, audio straight. You guys shouldn't be hearing the ring. But if you're wearing headphones, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. You got to blame uh, Microsoft Corporation for not having their stuff together. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. And there we go. That worked. All right, Nippin, what's happening? Yes. Yeah. How's it going? Everything's good, man. What's going on? Um, yeah, thought I'd never make it. Since, um, you on now, man. So what's I going on? Crazy, to say the least. Well, let's let's hear an it, Ikea, man. An IKEA about do you know a do you know a do you know a DIY store, not a DIY store, a furniture store called IKEA from Sweden. Yeah. They have t they have closed all their stores like a week or so ago. And now the one down the road from where I live has turned into a testing facility. Now all the nurses and all the doctors are being tested for the China virus. And I don't care if the left calls me for calls me racist for saying that. <laughs> yeah, it's not racist because China is a place, not a race. It's really simple. The but German measles, Chinese. Lyme disease. huh? Chinese is the race. If you say Chinese people, I'm, I'm pretty sure not all Chinese. It's just the government. It's, it's, that's not even the race either. Ch Chinese just means just like, that's like saying, that's like American. You know, there ain't, ain't, no, ain't no Chinese race. Maybe uh, an ethnicity, maybe, but it's not necessarily that's a race. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's what I meant. Um, so, yeah. Uh. So yeah, Trump versus the media. That's nothing new. Right, of course. That's, that's been going on since the beginning. Yep. And now even more so, because now the Democrats are making it look as if he's a racist by calling it the China virus. <laughs> but 
that's where it came from. Yeah, that's 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 where it came from. Everybody knows it. It's nothing. You know, people just trying to make a mountain out of a molehill. They're trying to make everything be racist. They're trying to get Eric any kind of gotcha moment be a thing, although it's just not. It's really not. And what, there's one thing I did not get about Trump. Yes. Why did he not veto the bill? Or send an executive order to block the bill from going through? What bill are you talking about? The um, stimulus? Yeah, he basically caved in to the Democrats. Well, it was bipartisan because nobody on the right voted against it. In the Senate, it was 96 to 0. So it's like, if you got a bipartisan what? bill, how are you going to wow. vote against it? Yeah, so like I, The majority of the Democrats and the majority of the Republicans voted for Nobody wow. voted against it in the Senate. Nobody. Not wow. one person. Not even, not even like your far leftists like Kamala Harris, Kristen Gillibrand. Amy Klobuchar, Pocahontas. Nobody. So, yeah, we are getting headlines that are as crazy as that it's going to be for six months. Yeah, let me do a screen share with you and tell you what I mean. Um, share the screen. Can you see it? No, I can't. Um, yeah. Share so what's what's on the actual screen because we live here so what, what's on the screen can you see the screen now yeah i see it okay so the screen was six months coronavirus okay we, we laugh now so you got you got to get it together so yeah um it says like the virus could be around for six months social distancing could be around for six months look Look what it says here. I see. Yeah, but that ain't gonna. Yeah, that, that's on that's on BBC. That that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, I know. Everyone knows it's not gonna happen. They just want to stir up hatred and, oh my, you know what? Even if it is extended for six months, I am gonna riot. I am gonna protest if that happens. And I I hear you. I'm, I'm with you one hundred percent. Because there's only so much people can take. There's definitely so much I can take because this isn't a war. You're not in danger of being bombed by an enemy aircraft. It's not like you're being in danger of being bombed by Hitler or Mussolini or Emperor, Emperor Hirohito. That's right. So, yeah, it's not like you're in danger of any of that. So, so yeah, pretty much. And, yeah, to, today we've seen a bit of a down... It's not going down per se, but the new cases have slightly gone down, if you know what I mean, but not really. Well, I mean, are they? if they're not rising, then that's good, but it's, it's kind of... It's rising at a, at a lower number. Oh, okay. To go from this to this. Yeah, I understand. It's not it's, it's not. it's not. It's not. It's not a sharp. It's not a sharp of a rise. I understand. I mean, that's good. So I think. Now, but now, see, now it's kind of hard to really trust some of these numbers that are coming out from places because, you know, I, I feel like some of them are kind of overblown. I mean, there there may be less cases that are being reported, but at the same time, how many of those cases are positive? Because like some of the tests in the beginning were kicking back false positives, and that was being reported. 
as well, true, although Italy. it was false. They're coming from Italy. They're coming from Italy, so they they must. So it's not China. Okay. So those the cases are coming from Italy, so it it's nothing. It can't be bad. Okay. So yeah. So yeah, look, Italy has the lowest daily virus infections in two weeks. Well, hey, hopefully they, they can they can stay like that because we get we got to move on with our lives. They got to move on with their lives. So does UK. So does US. That's just pretty much what it is, yeah. man. So yeah, did you see all those numbers from my my? I saw it. Yes. Screen? Yes. So yeah, and now a pastor was arrested for holding a church service. That's right. During the lockdown, I mean, you're lucky not to go to jail over here. People are imposing fines like up of upwards of one thousand pounds. <laughs> That's about I don't know, like twelve hundred dollars in your money. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. See, it's, so, it's, yeah. It's, it's the same thing here. Matter of fact, I'm seeing this headline that says. Health official orders Fulton County. That's, that's, that's Atlanta, Georgia. Fulton County residents to shelter in place. Violators could receive a fines up to one thousand dollars or up to twelve months in jail if you violate the shelter in place order. So I'm sorry, but this is this is actual. This is dictatorship. This is almost dictatorship. That's what it seems like to me. One thousand percent. Because last I checked, at least in the states, we have uh, freedom of assembly, freedom of speech, First Amendment. So. I think that we're being violated right now, but hey, I got a lot of calls online. I got to get to a few more, man. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, I shall speak to you on some... Today's Thursday, right? Today is Wednesday, my time. Thursday, your time. Yeah, yeah. I shall speak to you on Sunday. Uh, su Sunday, your time. Saturday, my time. I yep. got you, boss. Yep. I'll speak to you then. Alrighty. Peace. Peace. Alrighty. Thank you all for joining. The number to call is 434-658-1220. And if you want to get in through Skype and be on the bottom left-hand corner like Nippin was, there's an email for that in the description box below. But back to what I was talking about in Fulton County, Atlanta, which is Atlanta, like the area. Let's bring it up right here. This is on the shade room. Uh, but they, you know, they know that they, they pretty much on it. It says health officials orders, health official orders Fulton County residents to shelter in place. Violators could receive up to 12 months in jail or a thousand dollar fine all right now that's going to be a problem that's going to be a serious problem every time i go to atlanta it's jam-packed like the highway right there is like a, a a thousand lane highway and it's always packed so i'm talking about bumper to bumper always so you're going to say everybody got a shelter in place what does it even mean shelter in place uh, you can't go to work for essentials what is essential place I can go to Walmart and be in there all day. I can go to uh, a grocery store. I can go to a gas station and be in there all day. I could be going to a liquor store, weed store. I mean, where can I go that's essential? Work? How are they really going to enforce that? That's what I want to know. And are they going to enforce that down there? I want to see how they're going to carry it. And then Fulton County is just one place. What about Cobb County? What about where else? Like, what's that? Gwinnett? How are you going to enforce that? Henry County? How are you going to enforce that all over the metro if you're just talking about Fulton County and not just the whole metro. It's kind of weird, but we'll move on to the next call. And the number to call is 434-658-1220. 702, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? 
Yes, hi. This is the Red Pill Barista from San Francisco. All righty, man. What's going on? How are you doing tonight, Mr. Logan? I can't complain. Doing pretty well. Well, I'll tell you. First, I want to say one thing. Thank you. I saw your video. You complimented me after my call last time. You're a really nice gentleman. Me and my wife really respect you. Not only are you a gentleman, but you're a calming influence. Unlike some of the other YouTubers who I won't name, you're very direct. You tell the truth. You don't care about how many sponsors are going to love you. You do your own thing. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Thank you, now, man. It means a lot. Now, before I explode, <laughs> let me tell you a little tale about San Francisco now today. Do you believe there was a woman in her 70s walking down the street near the Embarcadero? She slipped in a pile of human excrement that had white worms in it. White worms in it. And the police, nobody shows up. They had a helper. And do you know what, Mr. Logan? She had to go home. She was upset crying. And she had excrement on her legs with parasitical worms in it. Do you believe our city? Meanwhile, while, while Rome burns, breathe fills. There are now more security than ever before in this town. It's filthy. The crime has gone up, but you don't see it on the news. I think the news is so inducted to service to America. Let me tell you, I get all my news now from you and other YouTubers because I don't trust the news anymore. Mr. Logan, do you see the mainstream media sucking up to China? Do you believe it? It's incredible, isn't it? It is. What, they, what they're doing, sucking up the China. They're sucking the chop suey up. They're sucking up the low main. Let me tell you something. Winnie the Pooh over there, he caused this virus. Even Trump, I'm a little disappointed in Trump, and I know you're a Trump fan, so am I. Even he is now trying to downplay a little of China. Look, I know you have to be a diplomat, but to say the numbers are low and he's not an encounter in China so he doesn't know, China lied to us. The intelligence department, did you see the report today coming out saying that the intelligence department now has proof that China lied? Because of China, we can't celebrate the birth of Jesus in Easter. Because of China, children can't go to school. Because of China, Americans are getting sick and dying. Because of China, people don't have food on their table tonight. And we excuse those pygmies? I'll tell you something. I don't care. I'm not locked into sponsors. I'll tell you how it is. I'm damn mad at that if things are going on. Did you see that New York City and the new sager, Andrew Cuomo, the new god, the new big cheese, the head honcho, did you see he put in a bill right now where the illegal aliens can get free coronavirus and now they say don't discriminate I'll tell you something I'll discriminate anytime I damn want if it's warranted the Chinese did it now to go on to that pastor I saw your video people don't understand your point people are you stupid this is a first amendment right to assembly if this stops 
do you think the government, like not post 9-11, did it end? Did their powers redact once the 9-11 threat was passed? No, it hasn't. And it won't happen again. This is a threat. What's next? They already tried to pull guns. All you people who have guns out there, all you people who want to say, it won't happen to me. I'm in Montana. I'm in Wyoming. Let me tell you something. It can happen. They were closing gun stores. San Francisco right now, if you get caught with a gun, even bringing it in your car, it's a five fine. They are trampling on rights. Now, I'll tell you, I saw your video today on the coronavirus and, and, and racism. I, I want to thank you for that. That is a disgusting video. What do they want people to do? Martin Luther King crawl out of the grave and go, I had a dream that one day all men will get the coronavirus. Let me tell you something. This is disgusting. The, the people in America have to understand they are once again trying to divide us. Now it's the coronavirus. Before it was transgenderism. Before that it was something else. It's always something else. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Mr. Logan. I'm a poor guy. I never had much money. I worked for every nickel I had my whole life. And I'll tell you something. I put up with the transvestivism and our children getting abused. I have put up with these politicians. But I'll tell you something. If people emerge from this virus and they don't wake up then, they deserve everything they get. If it if they don't stop it, once this virus passes and go back to having transgender suing you because you called them the wrong pronoun, if they have all this abuse, all you truck driving men and women out there, all you retail clerks which are catching viruses and getting sick so we can have food to fill our bellies, which by the way, maybe they should close the food stores for a week. People would slim down a little bit. You know, I mean the obesity might go down a little bit in America. It would do you Good. So instead of the tacos, you know what I did when I was homeless in between jobs years ago? I used to pick eggplants out of garbage bins. They weren't that bad. You take off a little tinfoil. You take off a little white whisker that some bum dropped on it. And it tastes decent. And I'll tell you something. It improved my immune system. I went to my doctor. He said, holy mackerel, you have the immune system of a bull. It helps. Let me tell you, there's a lot of waste food out there you can get. I've seen hamburgers half eaten going to waste. Start picking it up. Let the workers have a little break in their life and get off of the stores. It is nauseous and sickening. But I'm going to tell you in all seriousness before I go, Mr. Logan, what your message is is right. Our government 50 times more than this virus. And I'll tell you why. Because now even the Republicans are starting to say authoritarian measures have to be enforced. I fear somebody coming to our homes, not just mine, all of ours. That's who I fear a lot. And if people don't wake up, if you don't wake up, you deserve everything you get. And to the Chinese people, I'll tell you one thing. Pack up your romaine, pack up your sodium-laced food, and head back to China. And if you don't like it, then tough you-know-what, said the kitty. Last thing, I will debate any liberal because I'm not scared of them. I'm not scared of liberals like you are not. You have to go in their face and tell them to drop dead. Thank you, Mr. Logan. You're a real gentleman, and have a great evening. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right, great call as always from my man, Brett Pilbarista. And thank you all for being here. I appreciate you guys. The number to call is 434-658. There it is, 1220. It just left. 
Let's get to the next call. Okay, let's go. All right, call you on line two seven. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Ivan, man. All right, man. I what's got going? a question for you. Got a few questions. All right. Who are the deep stay? Who's the deep stay? I, I don't know. No, but you keep mentioning the deep stay, so I'm. I mean, when you, when you say who, I don't know exactly who. I can't tell you a name. Oh, so what is the generalization of deep stay? Uh, it's basically we talking about Washington D.C. Those that work in the government, people that you don't really see, that don't really have a lot of high-level positions. Sometimes, they they work in a way that is against the interests of the American people and for their own particular interests that they come up with themselves. Oh, so you're talking about like the lobbies? You're talking about like uh, the uh, super PAC? That's what you're talking about. I'm talking about those that work in. I, I, I've I've explained what I'm saying. Super PACs. I mean, how is that a deep state? I'm talking about people that are in government. Not yeah, work for the government. I say in government. I'm talking about those that are in government. People that you know, like people that are in it. So can you give me an example? I'm just kind of curious. I just want to know where. Okay, so I think that you. I think I think what you want to do is just get to a point. So let's go ahead and get to that. Yeah, because I've been watching politics for 35 years. I know who the deep state is. I okay. don't know who they are. I never met them. But anyway, so I just, I just were kind of wondering. There might be a new kind of, so I don't know. You guys are with your conspiracy theorists, but that's beyond the point. <laughs> but, okay, I know you got to capitalize on those who don't know. I understand. Hey, so the, for the pastor that they shut down the, 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 they shut down the church, uh, this pastor were, were given several warnings not to congregate uh, in Florida as a law that no more than 10 people can be congregated. And he refused, to, he refused to follow the instructions, and he wasn't arrested. He was given a, a warrant, and then he decided to turn himself into the police, and that's what happened. So he, so he didn't get arrested, although he got charged with a crime? How does that happen? Yeah, he didn't get a, well, I mean, you turn to the police, they charge you. You know, they give him a, a, a warrant for his arrest. They say, we're coming to get you. So he spoke to his attorney. His attorney said, Turn, turn yourself to the police before they come in to get you. So he went to the police. So he did get arrested. Do, do you know what? Do you know what arrest means? When somebody come and, and arrest you, put you on hands. Nah, when, yeah. when, you, when you get when you when you're in custody, you've been arrested. So if you turn yourself into custody, that means you've been arrested. That's how that works. Okay. So anyway, then then what happened is that he um, but he was given several warnings. He refused to listen to the authorities. So that's what happened. And this nonsense that the deep state, that the the media. So I'm 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 gonna pause you right there. Why why should he like should he been arrested? He should have been arrested. He violated the law. Okay, so why is it against the law for him to hold church service, but you can have a weed dispensary be open and with no kind of restrictions? Why is that okay? I don't understand. Because they have it. You gotta go to Florida rules and regulations for the coronavirus uh, emergency. And if you violate one of those rules, then you should be arrested. The question is, why is a pastor being arrested, but we dispensaries are allowed to be open? Why is that the case? Because we need that they are for necessity. I mean, you got to have groceries. So is weed is weed essential? Well, that's that's questionable. I mean, that's that's true. I mean, I don't I, in Boston they got a liquor store open. I I don't know how they. So, in. what makes weed essential, but not your religion? I don't know. I don't know that. that well, the religion is. It, this is something that doesn't have to be that way because now we could do it online. 
So what is the need for him to have the congregation put people at rest, especially people that are older? No, nah, they won't. That means like, like if you if you um, heard the video or read some of the article, he took a lot of yeah. precautions. He had uh, people were distanced from each other in family groups. You had your own family group together. You were not supposed to be right next to another family group. You had all kind of hand sanitizer. You had masks. You had gloves. He went out there and bought a hundred grand in the equipment to make sure that everybody was safe. So it wasn't just like a random haphazard thing. He was very careful with what he did and made sure everybody was safe more than a Walmart would do more than we dispensary would do more than liquor store would do. Those are all still open and that's fine, but he gets arrested. It's ridiculous. So we should wait for other, other, other clothes, clothing store. We should do it for any other businesses. We should do it for the gym. We should do it for other stuff. The thing we should, the idea, I don't, I don't think you're getting what the uh, doctor. Fox well, is. I mean, you have freedom. Yeah, of, think, well, you have. Well, I'm, I'm gonna answer the question. Now okay. you have freedom of religion, freedom of assembly. There's a lot of rights being violated, and I think that is an issue. How about you? They're not being really violated. They do, I, I, I'm gonna go back to history. So, do we have freedom of? Do we have freedom of assembly, freedom of religion, or no? Well, we got freedom of religion. You, the, 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 the and, freedom, and we have freedom of assembly, right? We got no, because we, for for the condition of our safety, if it's for our safety to reduce the spread of the virus, we have to follow this. Where does it say anything so about? Where does it say about anything that? about violating your rights to freedom of assembly in the Constitution? Uh, but so so that means that in 1918, when we had the pandemic, the, the, when they closed churches for six months. And um, in 1919, when they closed it for five months, they violated the raw, they violated the... And remember now, there was no, there was no TV. It was only probably radio, those people who had money. And they only had the Bible. And people didn't put any resistance. In 1918, if you were walking in the street, you would be shot. Not arrested, shot by the police. <laughs> okay, now, police. Is, is, that, is that right? Is that right? No, that's not right. But All right, then. The, so what are we, what are we arguing about? You, why, why would you bring that up if you know it's not right? It doesn't make no, any sense. No. Well, I mean, if the government has certain restrictions that you're not supposed to work a certain amount, certain hours because we implement them policy for our safety, that they are in the books, then you got to obey them. But that, you, that, know, so you, know, you know that it's not right. You say that, okay, well, people were getting shot in the street. That's for your safety, too. But you just people said it's not right. Wait, wait, sir, sir. I'm going to finish. You okay. just said, sir. You just said people were getting shot in the street. That's for, that's for safety as well, right? No, well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna finish, and you're gonna keep quiet while I'm talking. People are getting shot in the street, and that's for their safety. You just said it's not right. So come to my side of the argument. I'm saying it's not right that people are being denied their right to assemble and the right to religion because they're not able to go to a church service. And at the same time, people are allowed to go to the weed dispensary, get high, smoke their drugs, and that's fine. That's seen as essential, but somehow a church is not. It's kind of strange, especially when the church has gone through a lot of lengths to make sure that everybody in the church was safe. So we are not sure we're going to have to allow other things. The idea is minimize the amount of people, uh, the virus to spread. That's the idea. I don't know you listen to the doctor. So, I mean, but we, no, but a weed dispensary, but a weed dispensary is somehow... But keeping the wheat dispensary open is somehow essential, and we're not worried about virus spread there. But a church is somehow not essential, and we're worried about virus spread there. Although the pastor took many steps to make sure that everybody was safe in the church. It's kind of strange how that works.
But go ahead. So they're going to be three hours in the same location, to get um, in, the, in the same location, breathing the same air. Three hours? I, I know that. There's a risk for infection. I, I know it's going to be three hours. Where, where'd you get again, the three-hour number again, from? Again, you re, you listen to history and the the, the, the thing that was sir. Where, where'd you get where'd you get three hours from? Well, most of the services that an hour, two hours, three hours. That's a, that's a big jump from an hour to three hours. Which one is it? An hour or three hours? Services that at least forty-five minutes. So forty-five minutes or <laughs> three hours? So, I mean, which one? So, Come on, so pick why, one. Why why they cannot do it online? Or the pastor are doing it? What is the reason? I mean, it's it's a church. <laughs> A church is a church is in person. I mean, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of different churches online that exist, but a church is so a church. Why, why this pastor couldn't do it online? Because he wants that time money. That's why. That's the reason. I mean, you he can you can you can you can give. I mean, look, like I'm online right he now. Well, money, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep talking. I'm gonna keep talking. I'm online right now. People can donate to me on online. So you got churches that can do the the teleconference online and get money that way and if he was so worried about trying to get the tab money then why did if, if he was so worried about trying to get the tab money then why did he spend one hundred thousand dollars to make sure that everybody was safe in the church if it was about money only just do it online and save the hundred grand that you spent and making sure everybody was safe in the church use your brain for once sir he was told he was told not to do it why did he follow it okay going back to 1918 People did not get a shot because was getting shot because there were a curfew time, and if you were an essential, you could be a threat to other people because this disease was highly infectious and would kill you in twelve hours, as fast as twelve hours. On two but weeks. we've already established the fact we've already we've already established the fact that that's not right. You said it wasn't you said it wasn't it was right. right, but it wasn't Sir, look, listen to what I'm saying. You said it wasn't right. I said it wasn't right. So what you're saying right now doesn't even really matter because we both agreed on the fact that it's not right. So at no point you're bringing it back up. Matter of fact, we're, we're, at, we're at the end of our time, sir. So I got to go wrap it, wrap it up right now. Get to my next call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Shout out to Ivan. Thank you for the call. I, I kind of interrupted him a lot because he was just talking real crazy. Um, it's crazy. Like, why is a weed dispensary essential, but a church is not? If it's all about trying to get the tab money, why would you spend $100,000 on safety equipment just to make sure that everybody was good? You could stack that money, not spend it, have everybody stay at home, do an online service, and get more money from online live donations, live tithe, or mail-in tithe than you would by having people there. And it wasn't even full, it wasn't even the full congregation. It was like 500 people in the megachurch. So let's just use our brain here for a minute. But, you know... If it was a, um, a a mosque or something like that, then I think it'd be a different argument, but we'll move on. You got, you got a fellowship, right? That's that's the whole point of church, fellowship in the actual place. You got guys that do the televangelist stuff. I won't name anybody's name, but you got guys that do that, get plenty of money. You know, guys will get private jets because they don't want to be in a tube of demons, but I'm getting way off the lamb, so I digress. Let's get back to the calls. The number to call is 434 I'm going to be to call. All righty. All righty, call the other line. Hey. Hi, Anthony. How are you? I'm well. How about yourself? <laughs> I'm all right. You caught me by surprise. I didn't expect you to answer. Oh, it's all I good. I call you every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, hi, everyone. So, I'll get to the point. I mean, you guys are talking about churches and stuff and I'm, I'm not sure I quite agree 
that it was okay for, for them to hold that church service because, I mean, I know this whole thing to me. I, I think this whole thing is being blown out of proportion, but um, it is a virus, and, 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 and I mean, it is real. I mean, I'm not sure uh, that it's, in my country at least, it's being blown out, blown way out of proportion, and it's affecting the economy and stuff, but on the other hand, I mean, there are so many deaths, and I do think we should ha take certain precautions, like, and not do that, you know? I mean, it's also like, I don't know, it's just, you know, we should be more considerate with, like, the elderly and stuff, and I know this can't carry on forever, but um, we should definitely, for the time being, I don't know, take care of ourselves a bit more. I'm not sure. I've just, I don't know. I, I just don't, I just don't think it was wrong for them to, to sort of, um, yes, I don't know, sort of, you know, not allow him to hold his church service. I think that's okay for the time being as an extraordinary measure. I don't know. Well, Okay. Now, the thing about it is that he had a lot of safety measures. He had a lot of safety in there. He had uh, the staff wearing masks, wearing gloves. He spent $100,000 on safety equipment just for the service. Uh, he had the hand sanitizer dispensers, the automatic ones. He had all kinds of things that were done. He had the social distancing between family groups that were not allowed to be right next to each other. It was like he was doing everything you could do. It's like uh, Walmart that's allowed to be open. Target allowed to be open. Some weed dispensaries, they're allowed to be open. They don't do as much to protect their people inside the store. You go in there, people are going to be elbow to elbow, coughing on you and everything else, no mask on. I feel like he did more to protect people in the church than they do. And there's no, there's no kind of guidelines on those stores. So in my opinion, if you're going to shut him down, then we at least need to restrict some of these stores and close down some stores like the weed store that shouldn't be open. I mean, I'm not sure that's really essential to go smoke drugs, but a yeah. church is not essential. It's kind of strange to me. So I'm, I'm looking at the hypocrisy of it from my yeah. point of view. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I mean, it is hypocritical. Um, but I mean, if, if we were not comparing it to those other situations, I I, I think it's all it's okay for the government to limit those type of, of situations. I mean, I'm a practicing Catholic. I'm a devout Catholic. And right now, I mean, there's so many conversations going in within the church about whether the measures that they have taken are fair or they're unfair or, you know. But, I mean, I agree with you that it is a bit hypocritical. I mean, I, I couldn't believe when I heard that Planned Parenthood could still could stay open during this whole crisis, but we we can't go to mass, you know what I mean? Nah. We can't go and go wait, to Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. So is Planned... Okay, let's, let's pause for a minute. Okay. Is, is Planned Parenthood open where you are? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, because they, I mean, they, 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 they don't, um, they don't have, Planned Parenthood, per se, does not have, um, uh, branches here in the country, but they, they do, um, you know, help fund certain institutions, which basically do the same thing, they're abortion clinics, and they're still open, which I thought was crazy. We don't have, uh, any sort of weed dispensaries open here in Colombia, but we do have abortion clinics and they're still running and that's insane. I can't believe that that's happening, but I mean, there was a lot of discussion amongst, uh, you know, practicing Christians here. And at first a lot of us were like, Hey, you know, this is the government and trying to shut us down and they're trying to, you know, uh, they're attacking us as Christians and stuff. And then, uh, 
like they're people are they're like two sides to the to, to their yeah people are on, are, are on two sides of the discussion you know some people say you know um the government is attacking christianity and other people say you know uh that we have to take care of our priests and of our pastors and of the elderly in our communities and in in, in, in the, to the church i go to at least in my my community like we have uh first of all we've been obedient to what the bishops say and all that because we owe them obedience in, according to our faith so that i mean if we want to be coherent and we want to be you know um yeah if we, we want to be true catholics i mean we have to we have to obey them but um i know some places in the states for example i know there's a there's a famous um catholic writer and she was going on about how you know People should break the curfew and should should break the quarantine to go to mass and receive the sacraments, you know. So I don't know, I don't know. But I, in, in my case at least, like I wouldn't want to go and put, you know, the elderly in danger. And even if they did take all those precautions, I mean, um, there is still you know high risk involved. I guess I don't know. See the way I feel. I think that if somebody is in a high risk, if they have underlying health conditions or if they're elderly. I think maybe they should stay at home and quarantine and let those of us that are healthy, that are younger, that don't have these kind of underlying issues. Let us go out there and work and continue to contribute to society because the way it is right now, I'm not sure how long we're going to be able to make it. So in, in Colombia, is, is everything shut down? I mean, can you can you leave your house? What's going you can't on? Imagine this is so bad. Right? I, mean, I, I, I don't know how long we've been quarantined for, but it. I think we've been quarantined for over 10 days or so. Oh. So I don't have the facts straight, but this is really bad. I mean, here in Colombia, 49% of people have, are uh, independent workers and, you know, they're not, they don't have formal jobs. And uh, so a lot of people I know at least have, you know, have lost their jobs because they, they you know, uh, either their employers have, have fired them because they just simply can't keep, you know, uh, covering the expenses of the companies. Or they, uh, like myself, you know, I'm, I'm a freelancer, you know, and uh, I'm thankfully I'm still working. But a lot of people who work in the same area that I do, a lot of them are just they don't know how they're going to pay their rent, you know. It's, wow. it's really complicated. And a week ago, yeah, I think last week, there are so many people here who are street vendors and who live off of that. And uh, thousands of people came out last week, uh, thousands of these very, very, very poor people who live off of what they sell on a day to day basis. They came out and they were, you know, they were holding their signs up saying they were hungry. They're like, we're dying of hunger. We're literally not having enough. Um, we don't have enough to put food on our plates and our families are suffering. So and and it's just it's crazy. I think it's the same situation worldwide. But, you know, like I. I like I know the the date has been blown out of proportion. There's this um, epidemiologist, I think that's how I say it, um, Wolfgang somebody, and he came out and he analyzed the situation. And he said the numbers are being manipulated by the media, um, but I think we're all in the same predicament. Like we 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 can smell something isn't right, but we don't want to go out there and put people at risk, you know? Right, I understand. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anyways, I won't take up more of your time, Abel. Thank you for answering my call. Oh, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye. Have a nice night. Bye. Bye. Thank you. All right. Shout out to the caller. Call, um, coming all the way from Colombia. All righty. Yeah, I can imagine you in some of these countries where it's, it's not really like a whole lot of economic stuff going on. And they got to be on quarantine. How are they going to be able to eat? Like over here... 
if you're hungry, you you can get fed even if you don't work. But that's not the case in everywhere everywhere else in the world. If you don't know how, if you don't have any way to procure food on your own, you out back. You out of luck. That's rough. So we we gotta get back to normal. That's just the reality of the situation. No, Locaine, what's happening? Hey man, not much. How are you doing? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Yeah. So I I just wanna I just wanna clarify a few things. Uh, okay, so how how did you feel about those spring breakers <clears throat> who were partying? I mean, I'm not really mad at them, honestly. I'm not mad at them. Yeah. So, but do you do you think it, it was okay for them to party? Do you think that they should have stayed home? Like, what's your honest opinion? I think I think it was fine, really, because quite frankly, I'm pretty much done with this whole thing. I'm ready to get back to it. I know you got certain breakout yeah, spots, certain hot spots. I understand, but it's like. I feel like a lot of attention is being placed on this, but not so much about other things like the flu. People die every day. Uh, like we had one year, but 80,000 deaths from the flu. There was no mention of any kind of a, a pandemic, epidemic, nothing. There, there was no news of it at all. It was just like normal. Nobody even cared. Like it's, it's one thing to have a disease that's new. We don't have any kind of resistance, I understand. But the body count wasn't even important. Nobody cared. So I'm just like, why can we? Why why do we got to shut down the whole country because of this? I'm just having a hard time just understanding that whole situation. Well, I, I think it's a preventative thing. Um, see, the, the thing with the church, right? Uh, you 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 can't have, you can't tell the public. This is don't get me wrong, man. I I, I kind of agree with you about this whole thing. I think it's kind of blown out of proportion. I, I don't dare say that to most people, but. You can't have a standard and then have exceptions, right? With the church, there's really no need for people to congregate a church. I know you're going to bring up the weed dispensary, but they have their reasons for having that. And you can control how many people are coming in. With that church, it was it was pretty damn packed, man. And but, I know but, he had but what reason what reason does a weed dispensary have to be open? Like, how are they claiming to be essential? I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's not essential. I, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do anything. I think that stuff. I think I if, if I could have it my way, I'd make sure that people didn't do it. But people are addicted. People are dependent on that, right? So you, you have to have that. Say, I, I get. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying. I don't know, ABL man. Like I, I like your videos and all, but this is just something that I kind of disagree with you a little. Yeah, I understand, but I, I'm pretty much I, I've been feeling the same way from the beginning. And mm -hmm. I think when it's all said and done, when the smoke clears, when this thing is gone or we're past it, we're gonna see what's really going on. They're talking about, oh, it could be a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand. Come on, that ain't that's just not gonna happen. It, it's just not. And you know, I understand there's some places dealing with it more than others. They're talking about New York. New York is always yeah. overrun with people. New York New York is always crowded with people who are in the hospital. Whether it be the flu, whether it be HIV AIDS, we don't want to talk about that. That's still going on right now and a lot. But that seems to be kind of like pushed to the side. Even though HIV is also a virus, the most important virus apparently is the one that has the least amount of deaths attached to it. It's just kind of weird. But I understand well, why I understand people trying to mitigate it. They're trying to like stop the spread. I get it. But I think we're doing things that are extreme. All right. I think what we should be doing is what they were talking about before social distancing, washing your hands. You know, if you have risk, stay at home rather than just saying, OK, let's shut down the whole country and you can't leave your house. That's ridiculous. 
yeah, I'm I'm off of, I'm off the opinion that use common sense, be hygienic, because yeah, we can't stay indoors for the rest of our life. Eventually, we're gonna go out, right? And it is gonna spread, and people are still gonna die. We're just I, I think the whole thing is so that the hospitals are not overrun. And the the, the other thing that bothers me is, like here in Toronto. If you go on the subway or if you go on the bus, like certain routes, it's completely packed, right? Like you're packed in there like a sardine. What they what they did was they reduced the bus service, right, to discourage people from taking the bus. But people still need to go to work, right? Like some people are nurses. They can't afford to drive in the city. So I, that's the other thing I don't understand is that we're being told you need to stay indoors, you need social distancing. But then even I went to, to Walmart, there was no ice cream, man. I had I I almost bought <laughs> cotton candy ice cream. And I said, no, I'm not even trying that. I just made custard at home right now with coffee creamer. I didn't even know you could do that, right? So I don't know. I feel like they they need to be consistent, but at the same time, you, you can't condemn them for enforcing the law at the church, right? Because they're they're sending out this message that we want social distancing, and they kind of had to make an example. But I get the disagreement. I, I just think. Especially with you saying you're okay with the, the the partiers, I don't know. It's a little crazy, but that's fine. We don't have to agree with everything, and I appreciate you giving me the time to talk to you. It's all good, man. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, man. Peace. Peace. Yep. Yeah. And I think Florida has some of the lowest cases of the virus, but yeah, everybody's freaking out about the spring breakers. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm over it, really. I want to get back to work right now. I've been saying that. I'm not going to change it at all. And I think that I'm correct. I could be wrong, but I don't, I don't, think, I don't think that I'm wrong. I think that I'm correct. Let's get back to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220-865. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, you're speaking with Chris. All righty, man. What's going on? Hey, man. So I'm just following up on the uh, on the stuff about the pastor and everything. I actually just tuned in a little bit late. I've, I've watched you for quite some time. So, um you know, you're, I love what you do, man. You're a good guy. Um, just keep doing what you're doing. But I wanted to say, uh, you know, a couple things about what you're talking about with the church and just something that we had noticed at my own local church. I'm actually calling out of Tennessee. Um, and something very interesting to me that a lot of people aren't, aren't thinking about, because I know there's so many other eco uh, economic things that we could talk about, but uh, from a Christian standpoint, I'll just be honest with you, man, we've reached more people doing what we're doing now because people being quarantined at home. You know, I just want to basically, you know, I'm offering a word of encouragement to folks, basically say, hey, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. There's a lot of negativity out there, and we could spend a lot of time talking about it, right? You know, we could spend a lot of time talking about it, and we know it could get bad. You know, there's no, no lie to tell, but, you know, if you're a Christian— and you believe what the Bible says right now is the best time for us to really reach people who don't, who may not know the Lord, who may not know, you know, the, the, I'm telling you right now, mortality is, is in the forefront of more people's minds than it ever has been probably in history. So um, I think it's important at the end of the day, we can talk about politics and we can talk about all this stuff, but, you know, Anthony, I don't know if you're a Christian yourself, but, you know, I hope, I hope and pray that you are, but if you are, you, you should know that the end of the day, this thing isn't eternal. We're not here forever, um, and you know we want to we want to do well while we're here and lead people right while we're here, but we're not here forever. 
Right. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, that's really what I want. What's to up, good human? I mean, you know, there's like I said, you can get on. I haven't. I, I hate the mainstream media. Always have. Um, but there's so many reasons I hate the mainstream media. You know what I mean? But um, at the end of the day, you know, that's why I followed guys like you. I've been watching you for a long time. Actually, <clears throat> kind of crazy to me that you actually picked up. Um, I didn't get through an operator. You running the show like it's yours or something, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but uh, no, I mean, I really appreciate what you do. It's a hard thing. Uh, You get a lot of hate, you know, things like that. But, you know, man, um, I just want everybody out there to know, you know, just just as an example tonight, we we did a live stream, very small. uh, It's myself and my wife. Uh, met with our pastor, uh, you know, keeping it under 10, keeping it, you know, we're trying to abide by the rules because we should, right? You know, the best of our ability, you know, we don't want to be ridiculous or nothing, but, um, you know, we did a little thing. We wanted to bring a little bit of music to our congregation, people who watch us, and we reached more people by doing that little thing that we did tonight live on Facebook than we do at a normal Sunday morning service or a small church, you know, but, um, so that's, a, you know, that was encouraging to me, Um you know, yes, I, I'm worried, you know, you know, pretty worried about how this thing could go uh, overall, you know, as, as far as, you know, as far as things going down the road. But she'd said something actually probably right before I called in. I don't know how far behind I, I was, but you said, you know, folks who are uh, who have underlying conditions, you might have something really wrong. Maybe they should stay home, which is absolutely right. Uh, totally agree with that. And us younger folks get out. And, you know, let us keep this thing going. You know what I mean? Uh, I think there are some uh, – I was just listening to something really briefly about some visas. I can't remember the actual term for the visas. You probably know what it is. But it's something that's handed out every year, and there's a bunch, there's, they're talking about the amount of job loss that we're going to have, and they're handing out these visas like crazy. You know, so there's those things to be worried about, um, you know, for sure. But at the end of the day, man, when it's all said and done, if you look at this life that we're here – in the big picture, and you look at an eternal God who is in the beginning and the end of the exact same time, he's made outside of time, outside of time. We wrap your mind around it. It's really hard for us, too, because we have to measure everything by the way the world wants us to, right? And it's hard for us to imagine that, but take encouragement and understand that, look, he's in control, and as crazy as it might seem that he would allow something like this to happen, you know, um, there's things that are happening that are good. Families are coming together. People are having to for, are forced to be slowed down, stop, sit, be with your people, sit at a dinner table. You know what I mean? Like talk to your kids, talk to your wives, husbands, things like that. I mean there's just so many things that are going to that, – that you can take from this that could be positive, that could really give us a, a new perspective on life that we haven't seen in many, many years. So you know, while all of the things that we talk about economic-wise are definitely things to worry about, like absolutely should worry about them, but at the same time – if we can keep our cool and not buy all the toilet paper, <laughs> you know, I mean, and let's just be real, you know, and, and just understand that if if we want to if we want to stand up as a people who believe in the, in the saving power of Jesus and believe in a God and understand that he's got this in control, be, be calm, be the peace in the storm, be calm and, and, you know, give people wisdom, give people strength, give people hope. Yeah, man, that's about all I got to say, though, bro. I mean, I, I really, uh, I really like what you do. I think you're a good guy. I think that you, you, you do a great job. Um, I think it's an excellent show you put on, brother. I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Hey, it's no problem, brother. You take care now. All right, now same to you. God, God bless.
All right, great caller. Shout out to my man. That, that was a good call. I, I really enjoyed that one. A lot, lot of good words that were spoken there. And thank you all for joining. Uh, if you're just now coming in, like the video for me. That'll help me out tremendously. If you are not subscribed to the channel, go ahead and do that. Click the subscribe button and then click the bell right beside it so you get notified when I post a new video pre-recorded or if I go live or both. Hopefully the notification works. If it doesn't, it's not my fault. Talk to YouTube themselves and get that tightened up. But let's get to the next call. 301, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, hey, uh, hey uh, ABL, I'd like to ask you a question, man, and thanks for all the people that have called in and uh, that will call. I'm, I always learn a lot uh, by listening to uh, all of them. But I wanted to ask you the question, are you are you familiar with the term unrestricted warfare? No, I'm not. Okay, yeah, unrestricted. You know, I, and I, I don't, I'm not plugging this, but uh, I, I decided to sign up for a subscription to the Epic Times, one do, $1 that is online. And, uh, you know, uh, I get the paper and I get the digital. But the first night that I signed up to it, I was able to lock into um, uh, the website and everything, sign up. And so I'm because I'm interested in China uh, and how they're playing a role. And, and uh, thank you for thank you to that brother that, uh, you know, was speaking of the word. Uh, well, thank you for that blessing. Uh, but, yeah, I wanted to get an idea about China, how they set up over there, because it's a Chinese communist um, or the, C, the CCP uh, and the Chinese Communist something. I forget the last party. Last, uh, what, yeah. So um, how do they work? And it's a, the, the Chinese goal is to dominate the, the world. And and, 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 and and I'll show you how they do it because they do it by a tactic they call um, unrestricted warfare. And if you can, if anybody can, if you all can imagine what unrestricted warfare is, it's it's not a war with bombs and tanks and soldiers. It's the kind of war that they're doing right now. So, for instance, the Chinese will take an incident uh, that costs a lot of people their lives and change it into a positive towards them, uh, because the, the Wuhan virus came out of Wuhan, uh, and something was going on at that time. An accident happened. However, it got out, but it started jumping all over the globe. And in the beginning, China kept start putting the lid on it because they didn't want to get out because everything they got to do has to be right, has to be perfect, even though even though they make a mistake. And one of the things that they're doing right now is the Wuhan virus uh, being in America, the United States of America, and it, the Chinese hand, it's, it's in so much, it's in all over the world politically and otherwise. But if you look at what's going on in America, because I like to analyze things, and, and I thank you for all the, the knowledge that you'd be kicking in the earlier part of the show. So what's happening with the Chinese virus, the Chinese has, has taken that and used it and changed it into a positive. They're not the bad guy anymore. They've changed the whole reality. And what they have done to also, too, as far as the news media, they even control the news media because the Chinese have a, have a news media that works specifically. To, I mean, the Communist Party have a, a news media that works specifically for them. And that controls the news how they want it said, and that's also infiltrated over into America, because the main, the, the fake mainstream news media is, is giving us untruth. So they got to be fed by somebody. Uh, but the real deal is, is, is this whole Wuhan, uh, Wuhan virus is also affected, infected the government, because the government right now is enforcing shuts down and taking of our rights slowly. One at a time, and, and I was and I was blown out by that sheriff telling the criminals that um, 
that, yo, hey, man, just chill, you know, chill during these, these hard times. You know, he's, he's giving a red flag to these guys, you know, so you know they're they, they ready to bust loose. So that and so if you and, and and if you look at all the things that's going on, and I'm, I'm ready to hang up and hear your comment on this, man. But please check out and everybody check out Unrestricted Warfare. You know, get you a digital copy, one dollar for thirty days, and find out the information you can on China because they got some authors that write some books. China is, is is they want to be supreme. The only thing that's standing in their way is the United States of America. But look at the condition right now that the United States of America is in. So uh, so it must be something into what I'm saying. So I, I pray that you know, everybody just check. And, and not only do I say pray, but pray and everybody pray, but also gain you a knowledge of China so you can see the systematic approach into what they're doing. It's called Unrestricted Warfare by the CCP. Hey, talk to you, man. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, you got it. All right, shout out to the caller. Great call from my man. I said that out. I'm gonna the warfare. It sounds interesting. I'm gonna check it out. See what's, what's going on with it. Unknown caller, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is um third time caller, first time lockdowner. How are you doing today, Mr. Logan? Uh, everything's good. How about yourself? Uh, you know, um, hey, on the plus side, gonna spend a lot of time, quality time with the wife and child. So, you know, I gotta make a silver line into everything. That's right. But you know, listen to all the callers, all the doom and gloom. There is some positive stuff. I need to remind everyone it's pronounced American, not American. That, that's like, right. This is going to, not, not going to lie, this is going to suck. It's going to be, it, we're going to feel the heat. We're going to feel this pain for a while, but it's going to make us stronger. And we can't let this stuff get us down. We got to keep pushing forward. I know you say that, and there's a lot of stuff I'm worried about as well. Like you've talked about a lot tonight about our rights being eroded and i agree with that and i find myself that quagmire where i'm like yeah i i get that i get that you know what you gotta shut certain things down but then i stop and think back i'm like wow how'd i get to this and sometimes it's depressing but it's always darkest before dawn we're gonna get our way through this that's right i'm what my wife and i we're, we're one of those fortunate couples where we can work from home now, working from home with a toddler, oh, God, that, that's <laughs> that's an interesting experience. Talking about swapping hours and time frames. Oof. <laughs> but, like, of all the doom and gloom, like I said, we'll, we'll get through this. And there will be a reckoning. But that's a call for another day. But a few months ago, I remember giving you a call. And I was like, yeah, people are complaining when they have nothing to complain about. And those same people don't seem to be complaining anymore. It seems like a reality set in. And, like, I feel myself in a weird position. I'm just like, huh, like, so many things people recognize, like, with the manufacturing, being shipped overseas, like, certain dangers of globalism. And then now everyone's waking up. And I'm like, wow, this is what I want everyone to do. I didn't want a, a global pandemic to be the reason for it. So odd times we're living in, sir. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean... Uh, I think like, I mean, who could have predicted that this would happen and then what's going on as a result of this would be the end of it. So, yeah, definitely some odd times we're living in. So you and the fam, you and the fam, okay? Also, I got to give a shout out to um, your caller from Columbia. Hey, God bless and good luck, miss. I hope I hope everything goes well for you. You'll be in my prayers. 
Definitely. Yeah, everything's great with me. So we're, we're just fine. My parents fine. Everything's good money. So we're, we're straight. Uh, one of the things I was wondering about, like, there's been a lot of it, like, I've seen with the American economy, my per my work, my wife's work, and quite a few other people. I'm not going to get all my, my wife's lefty dinner party friends call me up and saying, like, what guns should I buy? That Those are odd conversations right there. Those are phone calls I never thought I should have. I mean, like soapbox people jump on and say, oh, they know what should own them. Then they're like, what should I buy? And it's like, oh, man, all times. <laughs> but with the change of the economy, so there, it's being seen. One of the things is how many people can now work from home? Now, for businesses, if if you can get someone, obviously you're going to make sure, want to make sure they know what they do. But since there's not all, but there's, there's a noticeable portion of Amer Americans that can actually work from home. Do you think businesses are going to start recognizing that? But like, hey, you know what? And could people use that as a marketing thing for themselves in the future? Like, hey, I could work from home. I have all this experience from working from home, et cetera. Well, I mean, I think a lot of businesses, at least the good ones, they, they understand who can be at home and who can't, what, what jobs can be at someone's home and what can't because – I think most businesses, if they could have you at home, they want you to be at home because that's less expense on their back. Then they don't exactly. have, they, you know, there's no, there's no overhead for a space for you and all the electricity and the heat and everything else you consume. So if they could have you at home, they probably want to have you at home. I don't think this would be like a, a, a new trend of businesses having more at home employees um, because a lot of businesses, they can't really have you at home. Uh, like front-facing restaurants, especially they've been hit by this a lot. You can't do that from home, obviously. Uh, a lot of things you can't really do at home. Uh, service, uh, HVAC, plumbing, electrician, stuff like that, you can't really do at home. But I think um, what we're seeing right now is how some jobs could be doing that, done at home. And we're, we're learning in real time how it's supposed to be done. Like I'm seeing... Uh, a lot of these commentators come on television and normally they go to a studio and everything set up for them there. Now they're having to figure out how to do the at-home audio and things. So some things may be transitioned rather than going to a particular place to do a thing. You do it yourself at home. But I'm not sure if it would be a big wave of at-home workers after this. Yeah, I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that because that actually transitions into my next thing. One of this thing that I realized once it started happening is that I'm sure you have too, and many of your listeners have, we've really re realized who who is essential in society. It's not it's not the person like you know, hey, I, I I get making movies and you know producing music, I get that, and I get certain jobs like it. They're nice, but they're not essential. But you get the people at the grocery store, you get the butcher, you get the coal miner, you get the plumber. You get the electrician, things like that. These are essential parts of the doctors, the nurses. These are essential where it seems like the veil, it's been cast away. And, like, I, I wish it wasn't a pandemic for people to realize, to appreciate that, like, the unsung heroes. But thank God we're, we're giving them credit now. Like, the, the people going to the grocery stores, they are essential. The truck drivers, like, you know, the delivery people, like all these people that people just kind of, like, look down upon it's like almost like when that it's worse than when people look down upon people at trade schools but now like these are people that we need to work to survive and i wish it didn't take a pandemic for them to get their due but hey yeah. man god bless them and i wish them the best definitely absolutely
And that's all I'm going to say. Like I said, I'll end it with what I started. We're Americans. We're not Americans. This is going to this is going to be hard. It's going to suck, but we don't. We're not known for giving up. We're going to keep. We're going to fight through this. We're going to win, and then, well, we'll we'll be great. We're, we'll be great. We'll do great things. Just you know, it's always darkest for gone people. Just keep on keeping on. Can't give up. That's right, man. Thank and, you for you. I'll go ahead. Hey, no problem, man. God bless, and, you know, take care of yourself, and, you know, hey, if the zombies come, I'm changing my tune, but let's hope it doesn't come with that. No doubt, man. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Hey, God bless, man. Take care. All right, now. All right, shout out to the caller. But, yeah, we got to get all these jobs back on deck, and we we know at this point, like you said, what you got to have, what you absolutely must have, but I think a lot of the other things that we're missing right now, people that aren't in employed because it's even designed essential are essential in a different way. You got to have a well-rounded life. You got to have your entertainment. You got to have your, you got to have all the things that we have there. People are going to want it. I was watching this, um, this, it might've been a YouTube video or documentary or something about this development somewhere like in way far out Russia. Like it might've been the Kaliningrad or Blast or somewhere like that. I'm not really sure where it was. St. Petersburg, somewhere. Anyway, it was a development, I think, done by the Chinese. And the way that they did it, it was like not really suitable for humans. And I don't mean because it was toxic as far as any kind of trash or waste or anything. It was just like they had rows of homes and not much else. It's like, okay, where where's the green areas? Where are the parks for the kids to play? Where's the movie theaters? Where are the things people need to have a, a life where they can kind of function and enjoy themselves and not just be drone workers? Like what they what they built was like just blocks that you would see on the side of a Chinese factory. And when you live like that, that's not a life to live. That's why they have suicide nets attached to the factories, because all you do is go to work. You're there all day. Every day you go to your little small little dorm that's right attached to the factory and you do that all the time you have nothing you don't do anything else that'll drive you crazy so your mental health is important as well you gotta have society function properly as a society in order for people to be happy enough to perform well on the job so the country does well overall but as far as particular supplies that you gotta have in a time of need we can identify who they are and be able to appreciate them for what they do so that's a very good point. Let me get to the next call here. All righty, let's go. The, li- the lines are jumping, so I'm gonna try to get everybody on. Two one zero, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Excuse me, this is uh, Nate. All righty, man. What's going on? Hey, man. I just want to say I really enjoy your broadcast. I watch. You. <coughs> Excuse me. Every- <coughs> I'm smoking right now, <coughs> but I watch you every time you come on. And you really have good information that people really need to pay attention to. I've told all my friends they really need to check you out, man. You're really awesome. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Look, I was listening to a lot of your callers, and a lot of the calls I noticed aren't in the United States. We have a thing that most countries don't have, which is called the Constitution. And it's a First Amendment right. And when a church is gathering, To me, now I'm not a church-going person, but I do believe in God. And I think a church and a pastor 
is an essential part of the system to keep people calm. And what that pastor did in Florida and in a lot of other pastors are doing it too, to me I thought it was amazing because he was standing up for the First Amendment. And what a lot of people don't understand about the system that we're under right now, I'm prior military, and I have some dealings in the past with the federal government. And what people need to understand, we're up under what's called a quasi-continuity of government, which means if you read within that article of the continuity of government, the government does shut down certain things and take over certain things. And your rights are pretty much deleted, almost. But this is more of a light version because it is a medical emergency. This is not a, a threat of terrorism, but it does fall up under bioterrorism. And this is what they're using on us to kind of keep us in line and so-called to keep people safe. But there's a lot of misinformation that people are getting regarding this I, what I call virus or Kung flu as Trump aptly <laughs> put, you know, so a lot of people don't understand how this system works. And if they work within that system, I'm pretty sure there are some that do, they can see how this is all panning out. This will pass. I like what your previous caller had to say, this will pass, but the people need to speak up and speak out more for freedoms in their rights. If people understood what their rights really were and actually spoke out instead of becoming apathetic like we've become within the past, we've let the politicians call the shots. We need to remember that they work for us. We hired them. They can easily be fired, but people will just sit up there and let these folks willy-nilly do whatever they want to do. And it's it's sad in a way, and maybe this may wake people up, because I know people on both the right and the left and in between, and they're fed up with both sides. They've seen how both sides have used this as a battering ram against the people. Look at Sweden. Sweden is a prime example. They don't have the restrictions we have, and they have 10.12 million people, and they're not on any form of lockdown, but they're following all the PPE rules and taking care of each other. And there's the difference. And they're not showing any fear. Their churches are still open. Their restaurants are still open. And they have less of an impact or a footprint when it comes to this so-called virus. So I just really wanted to put that out there. And I really want to thank you for all you're doing, brother. You, you just really inspire me and amaze me with what you've done with this broadcast. Keep it up, brother. It's really good. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, man. Have a good one. Same to you now. Shout out to the caller. I appreciate that. But yeah, I'm, I'm right there with him. Right on point. All right. The the, the calls are, are jumping right now. So I'm going to try to get to everybody as soon as I can. Y'all please hang tight. 832, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello. Calling from Houston, Texas. My name's Vance. All righty. What's going on? Uh, I would like for to bring up the subject of Rosenstein's daughter who was running the CDC. Uh, this is, you remember that she uh, put infected people on the plane with uninfected people? 
Hold on, I got a little. I got. I got a little bit. Hold on, sir. I got a little bit of background noise. Oh, I'm sorry. You hear better? Uh yeah, it's better now. So, go ahead. You, you remember, uh, Rod Rosenstein's daughter put infected people on a plane with people who were not infected. We're talking about this crisis, but yet they actually start the crisis, and there's proof. They were laughing about it and stuff. Do you, are you, are you familiar with that? Now, I think I heard about that, but I didn't see it or confirm it from myself. So I don't, I don't really know a lot about it, but I did hear about that. I'm going to tell you a man to watch. Uh, he's really good. His name is James Beckwith. You got to remember, put this on her. They'll, they'll keep you from finding them. They'll give you everybody with that name, but him End times prophecy news. You're going to get some really good, solid news, and he's going to show you evidence. Okay? Do you know who he is? No, I don't. Write his name down. You'll be very thankful he did. He's he's the number one news guy I go by. He gave up uh, running a church to do news. Okay. And uh, you're going to get the best information He's he's the best there is. That's all I really want to let you know. So when you are on your show, you're going to have the best information you can have. Okay. Also, Martin Brodell, he was a mayor and he does news. They're really good. I think you should check those two out. I'll check okay. them out for sure. Absolutely. All right, brother. All right. Thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you. All right. Good luck to you. I like you. I watch you. Keep all doing right. the good work. All right. Thank you. All right, shout out to the caller. And number to call is 434-658-1220. Let me get to the next call. All right, caller, who am I speaking to? Hey, BL. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing today, my brother? I'm well, man. Can't complain about yourself. Oh, it's, a, it's another day enjoying the quarantine, or if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> Yeah, so what's on your mind? Uh, what's on my mind is they were talking about the hoarding and everything that's going on earlier, and it was something that I've seen that uh, not a whole lot of other people are known to, but our, our servicemen and women, for instance, is uh, my daughter is 18. She's dating a guy she graduated. Well, she's, she's going to be graduating in May if everything allows us to, you know, allows her to graduate. Right now we're all in homeschool in the state of South Dakota. But the guy she's seeing, he, uh, he's recently joined the Marine Corps. And he's over, he did basic training, he did just fine. Now he's over in his AIT, his tech school, as if you want to call it. And they're all in quarantine. They're in lockdown. They're stuck to the dorms, and they're actually not allowed to leave. So they're stuck to their tiny rooms, and they can't they can't wander base. They can't do anything. And they have to rely on people bringing stuff to them. So, and I'm retired military. So these kids nowadays is they they can't go off. They're confined to the rooms. And they're having to rely on their supply system coming to them. They're mm. confined to the dormitory. Right. And they're the dumb things like with the with the hoarding that everything's going on. 
is uh, they don't they like literally they have no toilet paper. That's one of the the dumber things. <laughs> and I'm having to go out and for my daughter's sake is you know is is when I make trips in the town because in South Dakota we're not really under you know the threat or the quarantine. Although I'm pretty sure my wife we just spent three weeks with her locked down because she had the sickness and there's no testing. They don't test here in South Dakota. Mm. And we've tried and tried and tried to get her tested, but now we're on the uh, the downside of it where she's getting better and she's regaining her strength. But uh, push comes show. So back to <laughs> back to the service member is you go out and you find these things, and if anybody's l- watching and listening, is like, hey, think of a uh, service members because ba- basically the new kids that are coming in is they're they're all in lockdown. They these new kids who just graduate basic, no matter what branch they're in, they can't get out, they can't go out, they cannot buy supplies for themselves. They are subject to whatever they have on hand. So put together a care package for you know these these kids who are you know basically they're they're serving us now, and put something together for them because even toilet paper is a is a commodity because you know we're sending out wipes we're sending out rolls of toilet paper where you can get them we're, we're just just sending out just just the dumb little things like i remember whenever i was deployed just the, the little care packages i would get and believe me toilet paper was never in a care package that i received whenever i was on deployment but i can totally see where <laughs> that would totally come in Oh, definitely. So, you, so, so, do you think that some of these guys, like the military guys that are locked down in their in their dorms, they need some care packages, get some toilet paper, like some basic supplies that should be readily available but aren't, and they can't really leave, so it, it'd be really valuable to them. Yeah, because they are they are one hundred percent not like us. So, whenever you know, government tells us, like, hey, we recommend social distancing, you need to keep six feet on. The military people, especially the ones who are the newbies, so the guys who just graduate basic and they're going through their tech school, they are not subject to, hey, we recommend you do this. It's literally, you're going to do this, and you don't have a choice. So if we tell you you can't go outside, you got to stay in your dorm room, guess where you're at for the next 28 days or however we deem like that like these guys are set up to the point to where they don't get to shop for themselves they are set up on a schedule where like hey if they got two to you to a room two of you use these supplies right here even though you might do this and you might do that we gonna bring you this right and whether you use it or you or you don't use it it's what you get. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. What's going on right now? But I got I got a lot of calls and a lot. I'm gonna get to a few more. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, my brother. You take care. All right, now take care. All right, shout out to the caller. Let me get to some more calls here. The number to call is four three four six five eight one two two zero. If you want to get in through Skype, there is an email for that email for that in the description box below. And matter of fact, I got super chatters I need to read off right quick before we get to some more calls. I think, hold on, let me just refresh right quick and then we can go ahead and keep on rocking and rolling. And you guys have been great tonight. The phone calls, they're just pouring in. I mean, uh, th- shout out to all our new callers, a lot of new callers tonight. Absolutely. 
And I just want to say, hopefully we can get past this whole thing sooner rather than later, because the whole being locked down thing, I'm not really a fan of. I'm really just to go ahead and get on with everything. I, I don't I don't want to be uh, locked up anymore. I'm free. I want to get back out there. I want to travel. I want to do what I'm supposed to be doing rather than being in the penitentiary. It's not it's not bad here like that. I could still kind of move around, but it's just like the thing, the places I would normally go, you can't really go anymore. It's crazy. All right, Jordan, what's happening? Nothing much, JBL. You good? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Yeah, that's good. Uh, let me let me ask you a friend's question here. Um, do you think China intentionally did this? Well, I, I don't really know. That's a good question, but I, I don't really know. Um, because if they intentionally did it, then they'd be ruining their own their own economy because let's be clear the virus spread in wuhan first or at least spread a lot to where everybody was dying and it was this whole big thing this whole big mess and then it went to other places because they're traveling around they, it could have been intentional they could have done it like they could have hurt their own people and then had them basically be carriers when they were moving around during chinese new year to all parts of the world but now all of them went to the U.S. They went to Europe and other places. So it's like, why would you ruin your own economy by killing a lot of your own people, then indiscriminately ruin Europe and South America, North America? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's kind of haphazard. I feel like if they did it intentionally, it'd be a little bit more direct. It'd be more of a, a random carrier coming from China with the virus. You don't know it. He get to touch and everything in LaGuardia or LAX or Hartsfield Jackson, and then it spreads that way rather than it being this whole big fiasco in China, and then it comes to us, you see? Yeah, I see. Oh, Zarichi, yeah, I'm doing well. Um, he, he, I had to – I'm not dead. I didn't die from the coronavirus or nothing. Oh, okay, I see. Um, yeah, oh, <laughs> I, I actually had to move to Texas cause, uh, to stay with my parents because Louisiana – just had his lockdown so i had to move there before they locked down and i couldn't go nowhere and, and i'd be stuck in my apartment mm, so okay. i'm here now i'm here in my man cave um <laughs> but i asked that question because i can't believe how much china has been lying ever since this whole thing has happened um you could you could see that famous world health organization tweet that said that china uh said that um, the chinese government had said that uh, there was no human-to-human -human transmission of the virus. Mm -hmm. And then there was also, um, they had, there were articles like from the Times and Free Beacon and a bunch of other stuff that said that they found evidence that um, Chinese government was destroying um, test tubes with the virus in it to try and hide the pandemic, the extent of the pandemic. And just recently they found out uh, Two U, um, U.S. intelligence um, found evidence saying, uh, suggesting that China is lying about the numbers in their state of the people getting, getting affected by coronavirus. They initially said it was like around 80,000 back in like January uh, who had the virus and a few thousand that were killed when it suggested that it's actually worse than that. Um, so yeah, China's been lying a lot, uh, and I can't even, well, at least the Chinese government, I'm not going to put China in one whole bubble, but I can't imagine why the press, is, I mean, there's credence to the idea that the press is, um, 
trying to cover for China here, but one of your callers said, because of the lack of willingness to point the finger at China and using this as an outlet to blame Trump. Because Trump, they're saying that Trump knew about this since two, since January. He could have done something about it. And I have to ask, what with the information he and his administration had, what could he have possibly done about this at that time? He did all that he could do, which was uh, restrict travel from China. Back when there was articles coming from the mainstream media, the leftist media talking about, oh, this is an overreaction, this is racist, this, that, and the third uh, don't yeah. do it. He was the one that said, okay, no more Chinese travel coming to the U.S. So, I mean, he acted very early in January and he did that. So I'm not really sure what else he could have actually done. It wasn't a thing here at that particular point. It wasn't a thing here. It's where you needed to have testing and whatnot. And was there even a test available? I think Trump is doing really above and beyond. He's going above and beyond the call of duty, doing a little bit too much, if you ask me. So people are trying to criticize him. I don't even understand it. If anything, It'd be that he's doing too much, not too little. But, you know, the game is always a game. People on the left, they never let a good tragedy go to waste. So they'll use this time to try and attack the president. That's really it. And I think China, they most certainly did destroy the evidence in Wuhan. They probably had a situation where the wet market got real nasty. You know, the, the viruses are mixing from all the different deceased animals, live animals, all this, that. And the third, the bats and rats and cats and dogs mixed together in a nice little uh, disgusting stew <laughs> creates a whole new plague, just like always. There's always been a plague that comes from China. The actual bubonic plague came from China. The plague of Justinian came from China. The Spanish flu came from China. They call it, it Spanish. SARS. Yeah, SARS came from China. All these diseases come from China. All these viruses come from China. So we have yet another one. So they're, they're trying to like mitigate damage to the reputation. But it's like, look, China is too little too late. We all know you're the global epicenter of disease. Anytime there's a disease, it's like hurricanes. You know, when a hurricane comes, where it come from? Coastal Africa, Sahara Desert, always. Same thing with diseases. Okay, it's a new disease. People are dropping dead. Where it come from? Some wet market in China where you're eating bats, and cats, and dogs. That's pretty much how it goes. They want to clear up their image, but they've not been successful at being able to do it. No, they're not. They're not going to hide from that. Um, but they have their little. We should. You know how people like to call us like Russian bots and stuff. We should just call like people Chinese agents. That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like there's a guy who always comments on Trump's tweets and a bunch of other people's tweets. His name is Eugene Ju, M.D. Uh, I think he's some doctor. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I know that guy. That's the that's the uh, the fake. I don't know if he's a fake doctor, but he's a he's a, a Trump <laughs> the, the, the the never Trump doctor. I've seen him. Yeah. He um, he said in March on his Twitter that uh, calling the Wuhan, calling it the Wuhan virus was really racist and xenophobic of Donald Trump. If you look at his Twitter feed, you could find at least 16 moments back in January where Eugene called this virus the Wuhan coronavirus. Yeah. And that, that was that was hilarious. And you get to see uh, this whole switch. It's merely about attacking him. Like you saw Washington Post and Vox and a bunch of other people talking about this is just the flu, bro. Stop being xenophobic and all that stuff. And now you see people are closing down their borders where, where the the Fed is just churning out money now because of all this. Um you know, Italy's in, in turmoil right now. It's just not, and it all just goes down to, oh, let's blame Donald Trump. It's just so, it's just so pitiful what people are doing here, using this to their advantage. It's just pitiful. It is. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, that's really all I wanted to talk about. Well, so I'll uh, talk with you later, Abriel. I just wanted to show that I'm fine. I haven't uh, left this world or the internet or anything like that. <laughs> Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Not a problem. Peace. Peace. All righty. Shout out to my man Jordan for the call. Always a good win. And you guys have been great. Super chats we got on deck. Thank you to uh, Leela. Layla Aisha, hopefully I didn't put your name for becoming a member of the channel through the ABL squad. I appreciate you for that. Shout out to Nippin, who says, my house doesn't feel like a house anymore. It feels like a jail. And that's deep. Thank you for that, man. Shout out to Shinobi Kenobi, who says, POTUS was danged if you do or if you didn't on the stimulus. Exactly. If he doesn't do it, then... You want Americans to starve? How dare you? It was a bipartisan bill. Nobody voted against it. You just want to make things look good your way. Does that in the third? And if he does do it, oh, you want to sign our rights away. You hate Americans. So it's like, it don't really matter. You just got to do what the best thing is for Americans, at least from your point of view. And if, the, if, if that thing is what he did, then so be it. We got to live with it. Although I'm not a big fan of it, what else are you really going to do? What choice do you have? Shout out to... Uh, Noreen Ryan, who said, thanks for all you do. Thank you for your donation. I definitely appreciate you. Shout out to Snapzilla Gorilla, who says, why are health officials issuing edicts? Are doctors part of the legislative branch? And separation of powers are not so separate nowadays. That's a point. You're talking about Fauci. Thank you for your donation, man. Definitely appreciate you. Shout out to Bill from the Hills, who says, thanks, ABL, for providing this platform for us like-minded Americans and other friends internationally. God bless you. God bless you as well, man. Thank you for your donation. I most certainly appreciate you. Shout out to Luke Duke, who says, I rarely agree with ABL, but damn, he's a great host, guy, and good topics. Well, thank you for your donation, man. Definitely appreciate you. And I cuss, my bad. I'm going to put some coins in the jar. Shout out to Killerfish99 who says, I just got a slingshot off of eBay. Now I can sit on my front porch and shoot all these huge dogs in my yard that's coming out. I don't have a hound dog to hang up with me yet. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. Thank you for your donation. I most certainly appreciate you. And let's get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Let me get to the next call. All righty, let's go. 978, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Anthony Brian Logan, how you doing? Steve Baldessari here with American Patriots Forgotten Country. How are you? Everything is good, man. About yourself? Uh, doing well. Haven't talked to you in a bit. Um, just been enjoying your show today like everyone else, I think. So I'll try to be as quick as possible. I know there's a ton of people calling in. So um, just to get started, um, you know, about the church thing, you know, I've been saying it in the chat, I think that people don't understand why you would need to congregate in crowds during a, a pandemic like this. Well, if you go into church and you go to church, you'll understand that the Bible says if you congregate in groups of two, then I'm amongst you, essentially. Keep it simple, right? So when you do that, he's amongst you, and he's listening to your prayers, okay? So if you believe in the power of prayer and miracles, especially during a time of like a pandemic, right, you think that people are kind of turning back to Jesus. They are, and for good reason, and because they're seeing how crazy the world is. So, you know, that's a good reason. And, and taking those precautions that you brought up and you were really adamant about getting that point out to the callers, I respect you for that because I, I, that's that's the meat of it right there, right? I mean, I go to the stores for the supermarkets and nobody's wearing a mask. You go to church and they take all those precautions and we're trying to pray for a miracle to cure everybody. I mean, that's a big deal and it is essential, as one of the callers said. Um, just my second talking point, um, you know, people were talking about 
the Chinese virus and whether, you know, it was purposefully released by China. Here's what I think happened, okay? I think that you have these deep state people in the United States of America that are pushing socialism and they're pushing communism. And we know that China is run by the Communist Party of China, right? The Chinese Communist Party. So if that's the case, which it is, would it be any surprise to see them working with the left? And furthermore, to back up that point and get into a little more quickly, but uh, we already know that Hunter Biden has been working with China, has China connections and plagued by the ethics questions and national security concerns. You know, we know that Michael Bloomberg is soft on China, okay, who was trying to run for president. Big surprise, right? <laughs> and so if he's sympathetic with China and he has all these business dealings with China because they love his money and he loves the business, that's sketchy. Very bad connection. You got Project Dragonfly that was connected with Google on the left to censor the crap out of people. And then most recently, you have information coming out that Google employees uncover ongoing work on censored China search. So they're still doing it, okay, behind everyone's back on the, on the sly. So they're working with China. They are in the pockets of China. And China has all of this debt. You know, they're the number one debt holder in the world. So on top of that, you have um, the U.S. being the number one country that's in debt. And so these people have sold our country out. Now you have, I'm going to be quick, this is the end here, but you have what I think happened is they were engineering a bioweapon, all right? It got released by accident. They were trying to work on the finishing touches of it. They were probably trying to release it a certain way, okay? And it got accidentally released through the scientists or whoever it leaked out through, and then it spread and it was uncontrolled, okay? So that's what I think happened. I think that Bill Gates event 201 thing that was going on in October of 2019 was not coincidence. I think they saw how unprepared the world was and that they could utilize it for population control, crowd control to stop the Hong Kong protests and the Virginia protests and all these protests across the planet that were rising against these people, ABL. And they know they knew they had to jump. They took two months before this came into fruition in December after that. Okay, it's very sketchy. And guess who has the antidote? This is the closing for me. The antidote, I believe it's patented. It's not patented. Bill Gates is funding the antidote and in in all the tests that are being done for it. You think that's just coincidence? Because I don't, and I don't think that's a conspiracy theory either, because it's not theoretical. It's factual. This is what's happening in America and the world, and we need to unite as people and put our differences aside for a moment, if only for a moment, so that we can take down these tyrants and bring back order, law and order, into this world and we need to do it right now because our freedoms are being taken from us and our lives are going to be taken from us and that's what i had to say i don't know what you think about all that but uh, that's a lot man i'm, I'm with you I, I see your train yeah. of thought yeah i understand <laughs> <laughs> all right all, all right, right. ABO. i just wanted to get that off my chest and let people hear it thank you brother thank you for the call man definitely appreciate you all right all right shout out to the caller yeah that's, that's a whole lot going on yeah but i'm with him Let's get to the next call. 609, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, this is uh, Grim, 560. How are you doing, ABL? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Uh, all right, all right. So um, I just actually popped in on your live, and I, this is my first time actually checking out your live, so I just wanted to pop in and, and give my two cents on everything. And I just heard your, uh, your last caller talking about people being, like, you know, constituents for China and stuff. I don't think people realize that... Um, that uh, Mike Pence a couple of years ago uh, did a speech and said that you know China was putting their hands into to the pots of uh, not just uh, you know like different um, 
you know, like the NBA or like, you know, celebrities and sports stars and stuff, but also into the news. And then they were also talking about, he was also talking about how they had intelligence that said that um, China was also putting their hands into like local and state governments. And it kind of makes you wonder, like when, the way they did everything so fast out here with, because um, I'm calling from New Jersey. So, you know, we saw the shutdowns and stuff happen so fast. And, you know, I'm kind of just like, like how come people cannot see this? And I'm on Facebook all the time, trying to put this out there and let people know what's going on. And, you know, things are starting to come out to the light right now that, that, uh, that, um, even, um, even the who has been in, has been in cahoots with China. Cause, uh, Tim Poole, I'm not sure if you watch Tim Poole, but, uh, he did a, a report the other day and, or it was either yesterday or today. And he basically was saying like, you know, there's evidence now showing that the who has been complacent with China lying for them. And it, it just goes to show you like that it's China is posing a bigger threat than most people realize. And, you know, you can see how they've been shilling for China for the longest time, especially when they had the, uh, the riots out there going on in, um, what was that in, um, in Hong, in, uh, Hong Kong and how like all the, basically all the celebrities and stuff were basically taking the knee to China, especially the NBA and the, the sports, the sports celebrities. So, you know, I, I'm kind of like, you know, wondering like how do people not even see all of this, you know? Um, and the, the one guy you just had on, um, I, I didn't get his name, but uh, the black guy you were just talking to, you had on the video, you know, he basically said, he basically said something that actually when I was, and I've been trying to tell people for the longest time, like when you see people talking about how it's supposed to be racist, called the virus, the Wuhan virus, you know, there's all kinds of reports that came out way long time ago about what happened with Trump, you know what I mean? Him, him saying that the Chinese virus was a, they're basically saying that it was racist and stuff, but they've been saying, they were saying that for so long. And when when Trump made those moves to get everything done, he also set up the pandemic team at the end of January, and nobody was noticing it because everybody was so wrapped up in the impeachment. You know, and I got to constantly talk with liberal people and stuff and tell them like, yo, you guys don't, you guys don't notice this. You know, he's, he, people think he's a poor leader. He's not, he's not handling this stuff correctly. I'm like, no, you guys are talking basically from the media standpoint. And um, it, I don't know. I, I don't know how we can get through to most people besides sharing what we know and, and, you know, the best way to get across to people. Cause some people are, I noticed a lot of black people in my uh, post, they're, they're starting to question a lot of things. Which is um, which is weird because most times most black people are they don't even question those aspects. You know, nobody wants to really go down the rabbit hole. But I've been seeing a lot of a lot of black people on my posts, like on my, on my Facebook, basically asking questions that is like, are these people like now waking up to you know to all of this stuff? You know, <clears throat> so you know that's just my just that's just my two cents on everything. I just hope that people start to see that it's way too many countries and nations that are actually like in China's pocket and you know I'm starting to wonder if if they didn't just plan all this from the gate like China was like hey we're going to do something later on and we want you guys to be on board and I don't know how the Chinese people you know basically talk with everyone but with them having their hands so deep into everyone's economy you know a lot of these a lot of the people that show for China they're they're basically afraid to talk out against them or anything like that so I don't know, that's just, you know, my two cents on the whole matter and stuff. But uh, I just want to say that I appreciate, you know, you show up and 
sharing your videos and stuff um, online and everything and get a lot of likes and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm hoping that it helps with you getting your word and spreading your message out there. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you and your support. Definitely. Thank you very much, man. Have a good one. All right. Same to you. All right. All right. And shout out to the caller. Great call. We can get to some more calls here. And a lot, the, the lines are jumping. I'm going to try to get to everybody as soon as I can. Let's go. 712, you're in the line. I'm going to speak it to. Yeah, ABL, this is Al from Iowa. Hey, number one, love your show, Diddle. And you had some great calls tonight. Let me start out with that. Uh, my next thing is, I know I haven't seen a story that you did on that yet, but... You had, uh, the president had uh, Mike Lindell, he's basically the pillow guy, and uh, he's getting a lot of criticism because of, uh, I guess, you know, he spoke a little bit about his religion, and, and us as Christians is going back home, basically read our Bible a little bit, spend some time with the family and stuff like that. And I just want to say this to uh, CNN, uh, MSNBC, all you fake people, basically, what have you done for the country? Let me ask that question. What have you done for the country besides all this negative crap? Okay. Now, a story that's kind of being missed a little bit here, uh, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the FISA. There's uh, Horowitz, which is actually the inspector general. He's like the internal affairs of the FBI. He pulled like 29 samples of FISAs, you know, the kind of uh, basically the Woods Files. Have you heard about that yet or not? No, I haven't. Okay. Let me, let me break this down a little bit. He pulled 29 samples. This is FBI files, basically, applying for the FISA. Everybody knows what the FISA means. Uh, basically, it's to spy. So of the 29, 25 had inadequate support for their FISA, which I'm assuming that means they had, did not have enough proof. Would you assume on that? Would you think that's what that would be? Uh, that's kind of what it seems like, yes. Okay. And then out of the 20, now we're talking 29 files he, he did this on. And three files were, uh, uh, did not exist. Why? What happened to them? I thought they were supposed to have keep these files, supposed to keep these files on hand. They just disappeared. Ivan need to be listening to this right now because mm -hmm. this is your deep state okay mm -hmm. and also there was one file that was not found could not that was not even filed okay now just yesterday the 31st the new york times came out with a quote basically inside their piece it said basically don't worry the fbi spies on everybody Wow. New York Times said this. And then they got a bunch of, a bunch of hits from Twitter basically saying, you've got to be kidding me. Then they end up revising it. They're, uh, you know how they always they'll go in and they'll revise always, uh, yeah. their, wor their, their wording and stuff. And I want to tell people, you know, the FISA, if I rem remember right, the FISA is basically back into the, Senate to see if it gets approved again. This thing should not be approved. This, if, if, if basically the New York Times is right on this, that the FBI has the right to spy on us, we've lost our civil liberties. 
wouldn't you? I mean, what do you think of that? Would you? Do you agree with that or not? Or I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. You know, so as far as I'm concerned, I think we need to call our senators and representatives and basically say, hey, no, no more. This this is this is how what what happened to these files? And my question too on these four files that are kind of missing and never been filed. Uh, let's look at them. Were they Trump, Ben Carson, Tom Cruise, Bernie Sanders? <laughs> is, that, is that the ones that they're spying on? That's, that's uh, a good question. Like, let, let's figure out who's like what's what's really going on with that. And then if if this if this is true, that basically we need we need to prosecute these people. We need to find out who these people are, and they need to be prosecuted for the of the law. So, I mean, that's I guess that's how I feel. Just give you a diddle here. Love your show. Uh, appreciate what you do for the community and for the uh, country here, ABL. Well, I thank you for the call. Most certainly appreciate you. I'm, I'm, I mean, if you have some input on this or if you could dig a little bit up on this, this is these are, I mean, to me, this is a story that's, not being covered too much and this you know this is important there's even something i read just recently or something about chinese getting caught with uh uh like these viruses in detroit yeah it's it's a whole lot going on but i got a lot of calls on online so i'm gonna get to a few more thank you for the call i appreciate appreciate you buddy all right now take care all right shout out to the caller let me get to the next call here the number to call is 434-658-1220. And you guys have been a great squad tonight. Like the video if you've not liked it yet. That'll help me out tremendously. Share the video as well. That will also help. And thank you to Richard Kane for your donation on Super Chat. I most certainly appreciate you. All right. We got a few more calls on the line. Let me try to get to some more here. Let's go... Three two three in the line. Who am I speaking to? Yo, what's up? It's Snapzilla Gorilla, man. How's it going? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. You there? I can't hear you. All right, I, I can't yeah. hear. Yeah, yeah, you there? Yeah. yeah, my retarded phone, man. All right, what's going on? Hello. So, uh, I wanted to hit you guys off with some facts. Okay. Before you close out. All right. Hold on real quick, man. Hold on. Uh, here? Yeah, I'm here. My bad. Very unprofessional. So, you know, did you hear about how the task force is saying that there could be 240,000 deaths within the next two months total? Yeah. Now, what do you, what do you think about that number? I, th- I think it's BS. We're, yeah. We're barely over 4,000 right now, so... You're telling us in two months it's going to jump up 235,000? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. Now, I have some facts, man, that I wanted to hit you guys with, man, if, if, if that's okay. Go for it. Now, you got 100,000 deaths, right? Or 240,000 deaths. If that was the case, then a whole lot of people would have to get infected. Okay? Yeah. So if you... I don't know if you uh, saw this editorial on the New England Journal of Medicine that Fauci was part of writing, okay? And this was, this was on March 26, 2020. What was that, five days ago, six days ago? Mm-hmm. 
So six days ago, it was his his conclusion that um, if one assumes, this is from the article, this is a quote, if one assumes that the number of asymptomatic minimally symptomatic cases is several times as high as the number of reported cases, meaning there's more people sick than what they know, if this whole thing is what it is, right? The case fatality rate may be considerably less than 1% of the COVID-19, all right? Mm -hmm. This suggests that the overall clinical consequences of COVID-19 may ultimately, ultimately be more akin to those of a severe seasonal flu which has a case fatality rate of approximately 0.1%. Right. Or a pandemic uh, influenza, which is, uh, you know, like the, in 1957 and uh, 1968, <clears throat> rather than a disease, rather than a disease similar to SARS or MERS, which had been at a case fatality rate of 9 to 10% and 36%, rather than. So they're saying this is closer to the seasonal influenza in terms of death rate. So that means in two months, <clears throat> 240 million people would have to be infected with COVID-19 for there to be 240,000 deaths. In America Isn't alone. Pretty, in America. It's, in, it's, in America. Yeah, it, is, it doesn't make any sense. It just, it just, the, 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 <laughs> the logic just ain't even there because... Number one, yeah. Number one, it, it shut everything down in the country for the most part. So how is that even going to happen? It's just, it's not logical. Yeah. Well, and they're saying that's that's even with all the the strict uh, distancing measures. That's what they're saying. And so, if you go to a, so that was uh that was a New England uh, Journal of Medicine, right? That was uh, if you guys want to go check it out, March twenty sixth of this year. Okay, you want to read the whole article, and then. If you go to sciencealert.com, it talks about the percentage of those hospitalized that had pre-existing or underlying conditions, okay? Basically, 73% of Americans hospitalized with COVID-19 had an underlying condition, says a CDC, 73%, okay? And uh, this was based on, if, 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 full disclosure, for the 7,162 cases in which patients' underlying health data were available, the CDC said 71% of patients were hospitalized with COVID-19 and 78 of those admitted to intensive care. Okay. But they had pre-existing conditions, right? Right. So if you, I want to point out some pre-existing conditions that are very, very interesting. Okay. So cardiovascular disease, if you had cardiovascular disease, you 50% of people with cardiovascular disease that had COVID was in the hospital, non-ICU and ICU. So 57%, 37% for non-ICU, 20%. Oh, your your phone your phone broke up and you and they hung up on me. So yeah, shout out to my man Snaps of the Gorilla. I don't know his phone might have been going through a tunnel. I don't know what happened, but yeah, the the phone hung up. But he was making a lot of good points, and he was citing some actual, um, you know, peer-reviewed research. You know, this this ain't just him talking. Like he's talking about a, a, a research that Fauci was in on, and I, I saw some of that. And in the research, he was saying how Fauci and everybody else are talking about. Uh, we have to assume that the reported numbers of those that have been affected is much lower than 
the rate of it's much lower than those that are actually infected because not everybody's going to be able to get tested. Not everyone will get tested because they also said 25% in the estimate, 25% of those that have their virus are going to be totally asymptomatic. So 25% of those that have it, not even going to know they have it at all. They won't have any symptoms, period. A lot of these celebrities that have come out and said that they have it said that they were not symptomatic at all. Didn't even know it. It just got tested because of precaution. And then they find out they have it. And then they come back a couple of days later and say, I'm fine. They, they, that they got over it and everything else. So this whole 240, it, it's just, it's just silly. If we crack 50,000 deaths in America, I'd be surprised. Even Italy is starting to plateau and they'd hit 10,000 and they were the worst case scenario. So how are we going to hit in America 50,000 or 100,000? 50,000, if we hit that, I'd be surprised. It's just crazy. And they said the peak on TV, this is, this is, this is the doctors, Fauci and Burks. They said the peak will be in about two weeks. So we got two weeks, really. Like, if we're going to hit the low end of 100, the peak has to be 50,000 in two weeks. So how are we going to make up, and, and actually less than two weeks, like, we got to hit the peak by Easter. So we have to, in less than two weeks, have, what, 45,000 more people die in America from the virus? You think it's going to happen? Come on. Let's, let's just be real with ourselves here. It doesn't make any sense. It's just not a thing that, you know, I, I just... I've been skeptical from the very beginning and I, I remain skeptical. I'm not going to say it's something that you should just poo poo and it's nothing, but I'm, I mean, come on. It's like the flu in terms of the mortality and in terms of how you catch it. That's just the reality of the situation. All right. Let me get to this last call that I put on up, put a bow on top. 508, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure you could hear me clear enough um no this is greg i'm from massachusetts all righty greg what's going on hey first i want to say man i enjoy what you're doing and uh keep up the good work i tune in every time you you go live uh and i like your channel and uh, again i like what you're doing well thank you i appreciate that yeah so um i want to kind of i think uh, a couple of callers are almost uh Kind of, well, I'm, I think I'm kind of piggybacking off what a couple of other callers are almost are saying. So what if we go with the, the saying, believe none what you hear and half of what you see? Because uh, my wife, friend, she sent me a, uh, a, a, uh, a clip, and it was showing how they were talking about these the the news is telling you one thing but a group of people are actually going to these hospitals and finding out that these hospitals are not packed like how they're saying right and and, you know and and i'm saying like wait a minute now i've been to work every single day i I deliver gas for a living and i've been to work every single day and, and i got tested and i don't have anything and for some reason like because it's like, oh, you go outside, you're going to catch it. And that's not necessarily true. And, and so so going on, on on that saying, like, I'm not saying that the coronavirus is fake, but I've watched a lot of videos, and they were saying, well, you just, it, the, the virus just don't go from animal to human. Like, it has to be uh, – uh, 
there has to be a process that goes into it and it takes a long time to happen. So if we go with that and and we go with these stories because every time the news is starting to report something, it's going from one thing from one extreme to the next and it's getting worse and it's getting worse and it's getting worse and it's playing on everybody's fears and everybody's starting to bite on it. And it's like, well, since it's already going, let's keep going. And now they're putting up these like, – it's like they're setting up a scene or setting up a set. Every time the news is out there in front of a hospital, you see the line. You see the people laying in the beds. But when the news are not there, there's no one at the hospital. Like, it's clear. So so it's like, is this really true? Or, like everybody else is saying, are they like, are we being attacked financially? Because I I just can't. I, something with me, like, like I said, I'm out here every day. I work here all, every night. I don't see these police patrolling the streets, I don't see that. I, like, I, I don't, and I think the, the reason why they don't want people to group up like that is because if you have a group of three, that's less officers to, to go and respond to a call instead of having the whole, and then you got groups and groups and groups of people, then they won't be able to handle it. Because I think they're trying to, what's happening is they, they it's like they're trying to, get people to panic and it worked and, and what what, what kind of got me a little amazed about how everybody is reacting to what we're hearing from the news is because we just left a couple of weeks ago of fake news trump brought us fake news and now everybody's believing every single word that they're saying you see what i'm saying so you know i you know i there is some truth to it yeah there's a tent out there but nobody's in it you see what I'm saying? Oh, there's people at the hospital, but they're not all there for COVID-19. You know, so so I'm I'm just kind of skeptical about what we're being told. You know, oh, there's all this information on the internet, but who's putting it out there? Right, exactly. You know, so 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 you know, I'm kind of leery about the information that we're kind of getting and on top of that like these scientists are saying, well, it just really don't go from animal a human. If that's the case, I mean, America is dog lovers and cat lovers. Nobody will have pets right now because I'm pretty sure as much as they lick their whatever, people would be stuck would be catching it from the animals. That's right. So I, 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 you know, I don't know if you can kind of go off of that because I think that, um, you know, and then they got this other thing where um, they have like this court case in Southern California. And, you know, to be honest with you, I thought it was, I found it and I got it saved on my phone. But I thought it was like, ah, uh, I don't know if that's true or not. But actually watching the news, like people are starting, to, even on the news, are starting to talk about how, like, for instance, Hillary Clinton is getting ready. Like, she's, I think she's subpoenaed to go to court to testify under oath now because of Judicial Watch. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things happening right now. And... We're kind of like skimming across the surface, and I think Trump knows about a lot of this stuff. And 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 I think that by us self-quarantining ourselves, that it kind of took the power away from Trump. And so since if he looks at it and say, hey, a lot of Americans are really afraid, well, I can't ignore their fear, and I have to react to 
what's actually happened. Like I, I can't blame him for doing what he's doing, but I don't see us being locked. It, I would rather see everybody go back to work because this is going to, if it comes into a month and months type of thing, we're going to keep printing money and looking for the government to, you know, that's going to be a snowball effect. It's going to be a domino effect. And I think it's really hurting America right now. And I think one of your callers said something about, you know, um, Americans knowing their rights. I think he's absolutely right. I believe that if if no one say so, if no one says anything to you, keep crossing, go keep going across the grass until someone says something to you. And I think we kind of threw that out of the out the window. Like we 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 totally gave up our right to be outside. Right, I'm with you. I'm with because, you. I'm, I'm gonna cut you off right here, but I'm kind of I'm, I'm at the end of the show, so I gotta wrap, wrap it up right quick here. Yeah. Thank okay. For, thank you. Thank you for the call, man. Yep. Thanks. All right, shout out to the caller, but I got to go wrap it up, put a bow on the top. Thank you all for being here. You guys have been great tonight. Shout out to all the moderators. Shout out to all the people in the chat. Shout out to everybody that has participated in the show tonight. You guys are fantastic. And thank you to the last Super Chatters here. Thank you to uh, AJRFR, who says, more and more waking up. Excuse me, hashtag exposed deep state. 100% correct. Thank you for that. Most certainly appreciate it. Thank you to Charles Turner Jr. who says, ABO doesn't strike you as odd that some leftist officials and clowns in the lamestream media have praised President Trump recently. Well, I feel like at a time like this, they, they, they think that if they don't praise him or if they don't say anything positive, that it could look negative on them, especially if he praised them first. You see, like Gavin Newsom, he said Gavin Newsom did good. Don't really agree with that, but anyway... He said Gavin Newsom did good, so if Gavin Newsom goes and then attacks Trump, it makes him a little bad. It, it wouldn't help him at all. So thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. And shout out to Snapzilla Gorilla who says, wow, they cut me off. No t no tunnel. Call Saturday. I got you, man. Call on Saturday. We'll get you right back on the line, man. It's all good. But thank you all for joining. Like the video. Share the video. If you're listening on an audio streaming platform, give me a nice review over there or share it or whatever you can. Help me out over there. Get my numbers up. Uh, whether you're on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, whatever it is. And shout out to the moderators. You guys have been great tonight. Of course, we got Bill from the Hill, Liza Jean, Michelle A. Uh, Streams will tell you in the building tonight. We got Zeland Zen. We got Ansel. We got friends. Shout out to my man, friends. Thank you all for joining tonight and doing a good job keeping them trolls up out of here, keeping some of that foul language up out of here as well. But that'll be a wrap for me tonight. I will see y'all again live on Saturday, same time, 8 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Eastern. And then I'll try to post some videos all throughout the week. Uh, I think what I'm going to talk about tomorrow is a guy, the, the rocket scientists have tried to hit the boat, not boat, the ship, this big ocean liner with his actual train, the choo-choo train, like one of them. And then um something i forgot what the other one was but i'm gonna try to put out two tomorrow but that'll be right for me thank y'all for joining and until next time y'all be safe i'm out and peace